The Maximum Mix from the 60s through the 80s. Non-stop music. Rolling Stones. Stevie Wonder. Beatles. Classic hits. Sky Pilot Radio Las Vegas. The soundtrack of your life. I've got a loaded three hours coming up. But first, this is about half, maybe a little less than half. We'll put the full video on the War Room Bandot video channel. DHS Government Insider whistleblower on international child sex trafficking gangs. This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is really devastating stuff. Here is the latest from Project Veritas. He has 37 crimes against them, including at least three against a child, and he's still entered in the United States and working. What you're seeing here is the FBI is notified that the Department of Health and Human Services received the fingerprints of an 18th Street gang member who is attempting or applying to, to become a sponsor for what's called a UAC. A UAC means unaccompanied alien child. Uh, we know what they're involved in, specifically sex trafficking, who is trying to become the sponsor for one of these children. Every single one of these, of these transnational criminal organizations are involved in sex trafficking. Gang members sponsoring unaccompanied children and no one blinks an eye. Correct. Children are the most vulnerable population of any society. So when you're sending kids to a place with no family, and the only possible family are these guardians that are known gang members, that's even more vulnerable. And if in that time you inform the U.S. government that you have some type of fear of that your life is in jeopardy, and you're put in what's called reasonable fear, and there's also called credible fear. Once you, once you make that declaration of my life is in danger, I'm, you know, I may be harmed if, I, if I'm returned home, you're taken off the watch list. And so that makes it the giant loophole. These are the people that are causing the danger in those foreign countries. That's why they're on the actual transnational organized crime watch list. So they are allowed to stay in the country while they wait their actual asylum claims. They will be able to file for what is called the employment authorization card. This essentially is a work permit. But the issue you're saying is that the gang members are trying to get unaccompanied kids across the border, sex trafficking, and your, your concern for that exceeds whatever concern you have for your own personal well-being as a result of blowing the whistle. I don't understand the part where you can worry about yourself more than something that is obviously very bad for either individual people, these kids, or for the rest of the country. In one direction, you may lose your, your, your job, or, or, or the other direction, you... you, you uh, can watch kids get raped and sex trafficked all over. That's a pretty easy decision. Right? Pretty easy decision. I think so. Uh, choiceless choice, as we say. Well, it's a pretty big people. He has 37 crimes against them, including at least three against a child, and he's still entered in the United States and working. Correct. Does DHS work with any other state agencies that track predators? I don't think it's on their priority right now. Tell us what you do. So I'm in federal law enforcement, and I'm reaching out to Project Veritas about a specific mission set called the tra- it's concerning transnational criminal organizations. Why were you inspired to come to Project Veritas? Because I think uh, this is a, a troubling situation, and as far as the ability to, to make any whistleblowing or awareness, I don't think it exists. If I was to go to the Inspector General 
nothing would happen over a period of a much longer time frame. And there's a loophole that, that is being utilized at DHS, we've learned? Well, it's a pretty big loophole. It doesn't involve just DHS. The we're talking about today are, are specific members of what are called transnational criminal organizations, or what's also called a TCO. You're placed on a watch list with certain specific information regarding you as well as your activity. So it's not just, again, not just your name and date of birth. This will be your name, date of birth, there'll be biometric information as well, like fingerprints and facial photographs. You're going to have uh, shared information coming from foreign governments, specifically with transnational organized crime, or the talk mission set is, is it's called. And from there, the, the loophole exists as far as like how it's actually structured. So All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to upload that full video to the band.video war room page. And you know, people think it's a big joke. They laugh at us. They call us conspiracy theorists because we report on child sex trafficking and we get outraged about it. But there you go. You're going to get outraged about that. Is that going to make mainstream news? Is that outrageous to you? Pretty outrageous to me. country has never been so diminished it has reached an all-time low that is a statement from president donald trump this is the infowars war room brought to you by infowarsstore.com broadcasting live on this wednesday august 25th 2021 streaming at band.video freeworldnews.tv warroomisraw.com and on our Rumble channel, InfoWars-Band.Video. I'm your host, Owen Troyer, with you for the next three hours. We are going to be joined by a couple guests today. Jose Alva is involved in lawsuits to stop mask mandates on children in school. He'll be joining us at four. Zach Voorhees, big Google whistleblower on the censorship happening at Google he is going to be joining us at 5. He's just released a book detailing all the censorship that Google is involved in. He'll be joining us in the third hour. And then Tara Shapansky also in the third hour because I already knew what happened in Portland this last weekend. I knew a lot of the journalists that were there, obviously. I was in touch with them. And I'm just scrolling through Twitter the last couple of days scrolling through the news and I see just all the violence and how Portland is just basically, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't really call it a war zone, but I mean, it, 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 I mean, it looks like a lawless third world country and it essentially is. And so it's really just incredible. It's gotten no news coverage. Now, again, this all happened on Sunday I wasn't on air Monday, and so I, I, I just didn't really cover it. 
And I didn't see it in anywhere else in the media either. And then I just saw it today just from just doing news aggregation. And then I saw it and I was like, oh, I'm going to look into this a little bit more to see what was up because I hadn't. And it was just stunning. And the fact that this isn't getting more coverage, Portland is a lawless third world country in many places and especially with the activities we saw this weekend. So we're going to be detailing that. Tara was there and there's just so much incredible footage. Unbelievable. Where is law enforcement? What is going on with that? So that's on the docket. I've got this stack right here of all the latest news out of Afghanistan. And I've got this stack right here of all the latest COVID news and vaccine news. And we'll just do this. Out of over 5,500 lobbyists and of over 21,000 political contributions, where do you think Pfizer ranks on that list? Where do you think Pfizer ranks amongst the 21,000 plus political contributions to major candidates and political parties by corporations? And where do you think Pfizer ranks on the list of corporations lobbying of the 5,500 corporations lobbying? This is for the year 2020. Where do you think Pfizer ranks? How much money do you think Pfizer contributed in the political cycle of 2020? And who do you think was the number one recipient? So it'll be a little pop quiz, if you will, or a little guess quiz. Or you could cheat. It's all public information anyway. But we'll get to that. I've got some leftist nonsense as well. I've got another victory for Ken Paxton. Thank God for Ken Paxton. And, oh, we got that video from yesterday. We did upload the video to Band Out Video, a doctor explaining why masks don't work. But, you know, let's go to this video real quick as just an example. You know, the average citizen, whether it's Australia or Canada or the United States, is really just sick of authority, sick of the establishment sick of their politicians, their government, their media. Some would claim they are, but then do their bidding. It's, it's kind of an odd phenomenon. But everywhere you see people obsessed, uh, upset with their political leaders, everywhere you see people trying to fight back against the establishment, hell, even if it's Antifa or one of these leftist groups, you know they, they claim to be anti-establishment. So th- this is a common thread. Now, here's Justin Trudeau. This is a short clip. But just to give it as an example, here's Justin Trudeau in Canada, uh, just had a, a public event and he's walking through the streets and uh, here's the reception that he got. So again, just a short clip there as he just walks right through and he has the security and you can't see him very long, but. This is the uh, this is kind of the attitude. This is kind of the energy. This is uh, 
This is how people are feeling. They're just really sick of their political leaders. They're really sick of their governments intervening in their lives, oppressing them. They're really sick of politicians and media lying to them. And I don't know. You know, you believe that, hey, we have elections. The unpopular politicians will be voted out. And yet there they are remaining in office as unpopular as ever. By the way, as we predicted, I'm not sure where the number is now. We'll do this in live time. Guys, pull up yesterday's Biden press conference because as we sat here on air, and I looked it up earlier, so I know it already happened, but I don't know where the number is now. We sat here on air. We showed you the live YouTube stream of President Biden's press conference yesterday. He was five hours late to. And it had about 8,000 viewers. And it had over 5,000 dislikes and about 50 likes. That was at about 3.30 p.m. yesterday. And so as predicted, there it is right there. They have censored the dislikes and now it's at 1K. In fact, guys, let's see, let's, let's make the, let's give a crew challenge right now. Let's see how, let's see how ready the crew is, how quickly they can act. Guys, go to the point in yesterday's broadcast and let's do, just do a side by side just for brevity's sake. Cause, cause I called it. Is that from yesterday? Is that a screenshot you took? See, look at that. They were already prepared. They were already prepared. Give yourselves a round of applause. Pat yourself on the back. And with Scott out too. Wow. Wow. Scott, if you're tuned in right now, the crew really prepared today. So there it is yesterday. We went live. 4.8 thousand dislikes. And now today it has 1,000 dislikes. So there you go. This wasn't a hard prediction to make. They do it every time. It just goes to show how these big tech companies censor and manipulate and and deceive with any way they possibly can. And and how pathetic is that? Uh, Biden's press conference yesterday on YouTube President Biden delivers remarks on our ongoing efforts in Afghanistan. Doesn't even have 10,000 views. What is what does yesterday's war room have for views? That's just the archive on Bandout video. Not all the other archives that are out there on different platforms or counting the live audience. On YouTube, it counts the live audience into the algorithm. And then, and then it takes views afterwards. And Biden still hasn't gotten to 10,000 views. Our, our show from yesterday is at 70,000 views. So I'm more popular than Joe Biden. Wow. The BioPros are the new non-GMO pollution solution using eco-friendly products to treat everyday problems while supporting our environment. For the first time, the BioPros are bringing to the public market a suite of bioremediation products to the everyday consumer. Their first product they are launching is called BioSeptic Pro, a product specifically designed to establish a healthy septic system. BioSeptic Pro contains live microorganisms, not traditional enzymes like its competitors. This stuff lives in your septic system. It's really like probiotics for your septic tank. Say goodbye to septic problems, gas buildup, 
and odor guaranteed. Bioseptic Pro is light years ahead of traditional septic treatments. They have a revolutionary patented delivery system that carries live microorganisms to treat the problem at its core, making their products up to 100 times more effective than its competitors. Bioseptic Pro is safe for plumbing, human, animal, and aquatic life. Secure your Bioseptic Pro today at thebiopros.com for anaerobic septic tanks. Thebiopros.com. The purpose of fear is to call us into action, and there is plenty to be afraid of today. Half the population has lined up for an untested, deadly, and debilitating experimental injection because they were told to be afraid of an invisible asymptomatic disease. The perpetrators of all this have clearly stated their goal of having 80% of the population hooked up to an artificial intelligence hive mind in less than nine years. For those of us who have awoken from the spell, we know this is all really happening, and it's unbelievably unsettling to see. But there is only two things to do. We continue sounding the alarm because it's a numbers game. If enough people awaken from the cult spell, then we win. But even when we win, and we eventually will, the days of convenience are soon coming to an end. And so we must prepare, get up to a year's worth of storable foods, water filtration, survival gear, seeds, shortwave radios, and life-saving knowledge at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. We're back here on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Let me get into this stack of the Afghanistan news here. Again, President Donald J. Trump releases this statement today, obviously talking about a lot of issues, but the Afghanistan issue may be uh, the biggest right now that everybody agrees has just been an absolute disaster. Our country has never been so diminished. It has reached an all-time low could be in reference to a lot of things this statement from president donald j trump but let's get into the stack of the afghanistan news here now this has been really incredible and and i'm gonna i've got some news stories here in front of me we're gonna see how the synapses fire as i'm covering this because You can debate what is the biggest story in the world right now, but everybody's talking about the Afghanistan situation. And when you listen to talk radio, it's what everybody's calling in about. Veterans are upset. Former government officials are upset. And the lies that have come out of the Biden administration are just so demonstratively blatant. It's really shocking, quite frankly. I mean, we know politicians lie. I don't think I don't think that surprises anybody, but it, there's usually some nuance or some mystery or some unknown. This is just like there the the Biden White House, Saki is going and doing press conferences and they're getting intel, the troops that are still in Afghanistan about it. And then they're sending emails to people, they're calling into talk radio and they're like, that is not what's happening at all. That you just got completely lied to. They're bringing in, and we covered it yesterday, 
They're bringing in, it's over 20,000 Afghanistan refugees. And they bring them into these military bases and they can just leave and then they're just gone. And who knows where they go? Who knows what's going on? There's no vetting. There's no checking. There's no follow-up. Just gone. There is no border. We're flying in refugees from Afghanistan and they're just moving about the country. Some of the flights that are coming in are actually almost completely empty because they have to take off and the Taliban isn't letting anybody through to the airport. So there's all this background information that I have just from my news consumption, just pouring in all the time. But then, but here's the headlines we're going to cover today. Jen Psaki defends herself after criticism for saying no Americans are stranded in Kabul. So here's the timeline. Monday comes out, and everybody's wondering what's going on in Kabul. Are there Americans there? Are they stranded? Are we rescuing them? And Jen Psaki says, there are no, but there are no Americans stranded. It's not happening. Quit saying that. It's irresponsible. There's no problem with that. Then she has to come out yesterday and she has to say, okay, yes, there are Americans stranded. There are Americans left in Afghanistan. Think about that. Think about that. Monday, she says, no Americans stranded. They get caught in the blatant lie. Jen Psaki is obviously not very smart. Now, I've defended Jen Psaki because she has a very difficult job trying to be the press secretary for a president who appears to have really, really developed dementia. And so it's got to be a tough job. They're probably not even communicating with her. She doesn't even know what's going on. So she just goes out there and says what she's told to say. So then she basically gets set up for failure, but she still does the job. So, okay. So Monday, she says there's no Americans stranded in Afghanistan. Total lie, just completely called out, boots on the ground in Afghanistan, covered by all the media, even even liberal media. I mean, even the mainstream leftist media that put Biden in, even they're like, wow, this is pretty amazing. They're lying about that. I know people that are stuck in Afghanistan, and they play the messages of the crying women saying they're afraid that they're going to get killed by the Taliban. Uh, they show the videos where people can't even get across the Taliban lines to get to the airport. And Saki just says, none of that's going on. It's not happening. There's no American stranded. So then yesterday comes along and she has to admit, okay, yes, there are Americans stranded. Now, what if Jen Psaki went on the podium and said, I'm sorry, I lied to you? Because that's what she did. But imagine if she actually said that. Imagine if she actually admitted that. That's incredible. Because for all intents and purposes, she did. Now, they denied that there's any problems with the Taliban. And, and Kirby, who I don't know what happened to this guy, he's saying, oh, no, it's all good. We're in a good relationship with the Taliban. We trust the Taliban, and, and we have negotiated a deal with the Taliban, and so they're not going to harm people and all this stuff. Uh, hmm. Jen Psaki, Kirby, UN rights chief, warns of summary executions and restrictions on women's rights. Oh, but everything's fine. Huh, what's really going on? 
It's the fall of Afghanistan. Done by design, abandoning Bagram Air Force Base before your pullout. The, the, the number one strategic Air Force Base and you abandon it before you want to pull out. I mean, this is either the most catastrophic failure of all time or this was intentionally done for ulterior motives. Moving on. They say, oh, we've, we're getting all the Americans out. They're almost all out. First, they said they were all out. There were none stranded. Now they're saying, oh, well, we, we're, we're almost there. And then there's this story in The Federalist, though. Only 5% of people evacuated from Afghanistan by the U.S. are Americans. So they've taken over 20,000 Afghanistan refugees in and nearly 5,000 Americans, and there's at least 10,000 still stranded over there. That's what the best estimates are. And there are a bunch of different numbers out there. Who knows for real what the numbers are? But that seems to be the, the average or the consensus on where we're at as far as the numbers are there. But, you know, it's odd. You just see that. You guys pull up that last story. Was that the U.N. making that statement? I don't know who it is. So the Taliban are basically taking full control and women no longer have rights. If you're seen on the streets without a man, you're, you're considered a whore and your property. So they can just do whatever they want to you. And so the U.N. says, oh, it's a red line for the Taliban. Well, well why, why is the U.S. then responsible for being in there? Why is it that the U.S. has to be in there and do whatever we're doing? But but the UN comes out and says, oh, it's so bad how that's being how people are being treated now that the US is gone. It just doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't add up. But I guess with Biden in office, it doesn't. And they're claiming that Biden had a choice, the story in the Times. Biden's choice, evacuate Afghan civilians or save equipment. Now you say, well, why would that be the case? Why would it be an either or? Well, because the Taliban are now in control of the negotiations. Basically, they have hostages. Everyone knows it. They don't have to say it. The media will never say it. But the Taliban are now in control of the negotiations with Joe Biden. And he can't even flex a muscle to get him to back off. So they said, you have to leave by this date. And Biden said, I can't get everyone out by that date. And I can't get our equipment out by that date. So they left the equipment. Let's go back in time, say, to the mid-1990s. And then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020 where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus, and that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. They need to go to prison for it right now. Infowars.com forward slash show. Give me liberty or give me death. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video.
All right, we're back live in studio. The InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. I'm going to finish up with my Afghanistan coverage here and we'll move on. Uh, and, and the crew just delivered this story to me. They said, hey, have you seen the latest numbers as far as how much has been seized by the Taliban? And I did not. I hadn't. Well, I'd, I'd seen them, but I hadn't seen the story from Gateway Pundit that was published today. Biden's gift to Taliban included 110 helicopters. Uh, that's got to be amongst the top fleets in the world when it comes to the American helicopters. I mean, seriously. 20 light attack airplanes. So that's quite an air force they have now. Oh, and by the way, you'll hear some people make an excuse for Biden or cover for Biden and they'll say, well, nobody can fly them, so it doesn't matter. Oh, nobody can fly them? Oh, they'll find somebody to fly them and they'll hold their family hostage if they don't. So uh, they'll get those things in the air if and when they want. 42,000 light attack vehicles, so tanks, cars, etc. 25,000 grenade launchers, and that doesn't even include the thousands of, hundreds of thousands of weapons, guns and everything. And this also doesn't include the $85 billion of funding that he's going to give them, which, by the way, the Afghanistan GDP last year was like $20 million or $40 million. So Biden just gave Afghanistan or, or, or whoever ends up with the money basically double what the GDP would have been. And that doesn't even count the over $100 million that the president ran off with. That doesn't count the hundreds of millions of dollars that was discovered in the inspector general's report during the Obama administration, the hundreds of millions of dollars that went to ghost armies. So who knows where that money ended up? So where is all this going to go? Where are all the weapons, the airplanes, the, the choppers, all of it? Where's it all going to go? But see, Biden didn't have a choice, or I guess he did have a choice, but he didn't have a choice. He could have saved the equipment or he could have saved the people. Now, you know, you could have a debate about that. Say, hey, you know what? He did the right thing. He saved people. It's more important than equipment. You know what? I, I, I'd be fine with that argument. I think it's a fair debate to have. But it didn't have to be this way. That's, that's the lie. It didn't have to be a choice. Why did Biden apparently have the choice between saving the Afghanistan civilians or saving all the equipment? Because he gave Taliban control of the negotiations when he stranded Americans there and when he abandoned the Bagram Air Force Base or whoever's making these decisions. Is it Millie? Is it Austin? Nobody wants to take responsibility because it's a complete disaster. But hey, the military wants you to know that it's gay. Remember, they do the recruitment videos. So, so that's good. So the military's gay, and uh, our military leaders want you to know that they're gay and uh, that they are uh, going to be very interested in what uh, white supremacy is and white rage, I guess I should say, is white rage. They want to know about white rage, and they want to know about homosexuality, and they want to know about transgender surgeries. And so they just lost a, a war to the Taliban with what is supposed to be the greatest military force on planet Earth. So how did that happen? And who's responsible? But why did Biden have two choices? He abandoned the strategic air base. Ridiculous. He left the Taliban uh, a, a hostage situation with all the weapons. 
So he said, well, we just didn't have a choice. We had to leave the weapons. Well, no, you did have a choice. You didn't have to have inept military leaders and you didn't have to make horrible decisions that gave the Taliban the control of the negotiations. So yeah, the Taliban said, you have to have, you have till August 31st to get everyone out of here. You have till August 31st. Well, they said, we don't have time to get everybody out of there and the equipment. So they chose the people and left the equipment. Again, you could say that's good or bad. I think it's a fair debate. I wouldn't want to have to make that decision myself. But he made the decision, and now the Taliban is, uh, you know, completely loaded with all kinds of artillery. And by the way, most of these people in the Afghan army are just going to end up working for the Taliban anyway. Most of the people, I will say this, I mean, Biden lied when he said that the Afghanistan army didn't have the will to fight. He lied about that. More than 60,000 Afghanistan people died, citizens that were serving in the army. But there's also the element of many of them were just working and wanted a job, maybe not really in it for the cause or just needed something to do, a place to stay, whatever. And so as soon as there's another opportunity, they'll take it. And there's old videos. I think even 60 Minutes did reports years ago about how hard it was for the U.S. military to even train the Afghan military for, for a number of reasons. So, you know, there were all kinds of issues there. Probably shouldn't have, shouldn't have ever been there. And now it may have been worse. Now it may be worse than it ever was. But regardless, when you hear that Biden had to choose between people and, and the weapons as the excuse as to why they were all left there, just understand that, no, he didn't. He put himself in that situation or our military leaders put us in that situation. But so we all know the situation. And this this headline is just absolutely hilarious. Republicans, this is vanity fair. Republicans are weaponizing Afghanistan chaos to get ahead in 2022. So. They admit that Afghanistan is in chaos, they admit it's a total disaster. And that's that's Republicans weaponizing that or, or so you're not allowed to talk about it. You're not supposed to talk about it. You're not to say it, you're not about you shouldn't say it's bad or say, hey, look at how he jacked up Afghanistan. He shouldn't be in office. That's considered weaponizing it. It's the same thing. Republicans pounce. Republicans seize. Republicans weaponize. Anytime a Democrat messes up and, and you mention it. It's, it's like a bad thing to the left-wing media. Like, oh, you're just weaponizing that. Where that's all they do is weaponize anything and everything they can. Skin color, vaccination status, on and on and on. They weaponize everything. But you just mentioned that the Afghanistan collapse was an unmitigated disaster thanks to Biden and his military leaders. And that's considered weaponizing the situation. No, it's called telling the truth and letting Americans know who messed up and how badly. But, oh, that's weaponizing. Democrats are calling for 200,000 Afghanistan citizens to be resettled in the U.S. 200,000. You go to any local city, any major metropolitan area, you'll find a couple thousand homeless people probably. But, uh, you know, I, I think that the Afghanistan people should, should you know, be the ones that we're more concerned about. Not American citizens, according to the Democrats, that is. 200,000. They've already brought in 20,000 at least. 
And they've said that they're going to bring in 70,000, I think was the benchmark. They say 65,000 in this article. I've also heard 70,000. But the Democrats want 200,000. I guess they think they're going to vote Democratic, or I don't know. But imagine, oh, Biden just completely destroyed the Afghanistan situation. Now it's falling apart. And so we have to just take everybody in. Did you vote for that? Is that good policy? Australian citizens ask Taliban to liberate their country. Okay, that is a Babylon B headline, but maybe not so far-fetched. Where is it? Whose leadership is worse, the Taliban or Australia, where you're locked up all day and you have to wear a face mask in your home and you don't have free speech? Or, or is it the Taliban? Australian citizens ask Taliban to liberate their country. Obviously a joke, but another joke here from Josh Nelson, but also some truth to it. Can someone please tell me how the Taliban survived a year and a half without masks social distancing, PCR testing, mandatory vaccines, and now even managed to recapture Kabul, defeat the U.S. Army, and freely rule Afghanistan in the middle of a global pandemic? I can tell you why. Because they don't have television. They don't have cable news. That's how. You know, it's crazy to get to this point. It's very bittersweet. Everything we've talked about has happened just like we said it would. And now we have a lot of credibility. But I don't care about that. I care about beating the New World Order. And it's because we have so much credibility, they can't allow us to stay on air much longer. And I don't have time to tell you all the stuff they're doing to us for a lot of reasons. I can't tell you what's going on, but let's just say this. We're going to see this through to the end. We're going to stay on air as long as we can. So please pray for us and please buy the products at InfoWarsStore.com. They're great products, plus they fund the operation. So you know, unlike other products you can buy, they're still great. Do they fund freedom? No, a lot of them don't. These are great products that fund freedom and fund justice when the whole world's waking up and looking for truth. That's why the globalists are censoring. They can't bring in all this tyranny and leave people like us on the air. So while you're at it, don't just financially support us and spread the word. Download everything we've done you can find and save it because who knows how long we're going to be on the air and the enemy is trying to destroy everything we ever said. Jacob in Ohio. Welcome. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going, Alex? Good, brother. Uh, great last caller. I just wanted to start with plugging your sleep supplement. Uh, it's basically the only way I get sleep anymore uh, with all the gaslighting, demoralization, and absurdity. Uh, it's like we're living in a twilight zone, man. All right, Eric in New Hampshire. Eric, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, Alex. Thanks for taking my call. If I could, I just want to throw a quick plug out for the, one of the product. Um, the X2 does wonders. I recommend it to everybody. You're on the fence about it. Get off the fence. Get the product. Support the info. Tyler in Maine. You're on the air. Thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hey, Alex. It's great to be on with you. It's an honor. Honor to talk to you. Awesome. Uh, So first thing I wanted to do is say I love the products. Alpha Power, even at 29. If you ask my better half, she loves it. uh, And it helps in the bedroom. So just number one for a few reasons. It definitely works. It's not a joke. (laughs) Absolutely. Infowars.com forward slash show. Back live here on the Infowars War Room brought to you by InfowarsStore.com. You know, I cannot say enough good things about all the great Americans and great people that I've met throughout this journey. All the great people in this audience, uh, all the prayers, all the support 
that uh, you've given me. You've inspired me. You've inspired me in many ways and cannot thank you enough. And it's just incredible. It's just incredible to, uh, to have met so many great people, to made so many great connections. And there's just so many great people that are just out there, part of this audience, you know, in, in the media and everything. And it's, it's, it's really just an honor to, to be in this position and a gift from God to, to still be, still be able to do this show despite all the censorship. And, and, and really that's thanks to you and the audience for supporting us at InfoWarsStore.com. Because, as you know, I've been censored off all social media platforms. So we had to build our own platform. That's band.video, and we've done it. The traffic is skyrocketing. Uh, we've got a lot of other great hosts on there as well. You go to band.video, you click the tab on the left, and you scroll down through all the great content makers there. I mean, it's just overwhelming. I go down there, and I scroll down it, and I'm like, oh, I forgot he was on here. Oh, I forgot they were on here. Oh, wow, this channel's a great archive. Just so much great stuff there. It's all thanks to you at InfoWarsStore.com. By the way, here are the latest specials that we have. Vitamin Mineral Fusion back in stock. I actually didn't even realize this. I'm glad it's back in stock. I, uh, I, I take my Vitamin Mineral Fusion every morning, and I realized I was on my last, was on my last canister today. That's no good, so I'm going to have to order uh, a lot more Vitamin Mineral Fusion stock up on that. It's back in stock. It's 33% off right now as well. Vitamin Mineral Fusion at InfoWarsStore.com. We have Pollen Block. Fast acting seasonal distress support formula, 40% off. Living Defense Plus, a powerful digestive support formula, 40% off. Ultimate Krill Oil, a powerhouse source of EPA and DHA, 40% off. Vasobead Complete, blood flow, baby, blood flow. That's all I can say about that. Blood flow, blood flow, blood flow. Vasobead Complete, 50% off at InfoWarsStore.com. And of course, our newest addition the hair and beard support formula also 50 percent off honestly though i mean we know that the ingredients here are great for hair and nails the biotin the folate and everything else but really all the ingredients in here this is just a great supplement uh the vitamin a the vitamin c the vitamin d uh i can go on here i'm not going to read all all but uh it is meant for hair and beard growth it works for me and it's on sale for 50 percent off at infowarsstore.com all right, uh, let me just hit some of these kind of loose hangnail stories that I have here, and then we're going to have my guest on, and then I'm going to get into the COVID and vaccine news at 4.30 probably, or, or maybe 4.15. We'll, we'll see what time I end up getting to that, uh, but there's just too much there for me to try to do in this uh, short seven minutes. Uh, you know what? I'll just cover this. So interesting, uh, we, we covered the other week how OnlyFans, which I think most people associate with porn because it became famous after uh, women got on there and just started making millions of dollars. Uh, and so the creator said that he was going to be banning explicit content or banning porn. And then he tried to blame the banks, saying that the banks were making him do it. Well, that really didn't hold up because as it turns out, the company that I guess runs his website is MindGeek and MindGeek also runs all of these porn sites. And so whatever's going on with the banks 
And if they really wanted to ban this explicit content, it would have been with MindGeek, and that wasn't the case. So anyway, they're apparently going to drop their porn ban and get back to where they were. And so, but, you know, I, I wonder if Tim Stokely, the CEO, maybe he never intended on this site becoming a, a, a site for, for porn or a site for porn stars to make money. And then it did. And he was trying to find a way to get out of that. And it just, he tried, but it was just, it was just too much, too much backlash, too much support for porn, I guess. And so that's not going to happen. Interesting though. He gave it a whirl. Tim Dillon is a comedian. Sometimes makes political jokes and he's not a, a full on leftist communist. So, you know, he, he's a bad guy, but he makes jokes about everything like a normal comedian would do. So Katie Herzog, who should be a comedian, but she's not. She's funny, but she's not a comedian. She says, I'm getting word that Tim Dillon is performing in Seattle in October. Unless we can get the city council to issue a proclamation banning him. We must stop this menace. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Uh, Ms. Herzog, maybe you should be more concerned about the rampant crime happening in cities in the Northwest. And I will also have you know that Tim Dillon is extremely popular and could be invited anywhere he wanted at any time. Very popular. Basically, could go to any party he wanted, that kind of guy. And uh, Katie, uh, my guess is not many people want you at their party. Yeah. But uh, aside from all that, that's so, that is so oppressive of you. That is so communist of you to want an individual banned from your city. It won't happen. He won't get banned. Tim Dillon will have a sold out show and it'll be a blast. Good for you, Tim. To the stars, Tim. Maybe Tim should actually extend an invitation to Katie to come to his show. He might actually do it too. That's what I'd do. Oh, <laughs> she's been on with him. I don't know about all that. Well, anyway, apparently though they apparently though they had banned the crew is telling me they think it's all a joke. I hope I hope that somebody wouldn't call for some to be banned from a city. I was shocked when I saw it, but apparently they did it to uh. Well, what was the guy's name that was on SNL who who had the the clip where he was fake grabbing the woman's breasts on the airplane? I always forget his name. Franken, I think was it Franken? Al Franken. Apparently they did it to him though. I don't know, the crew, the crew is maybe accusing me of fake news here, so they may have a challenge to try to prove me wrong on that. Hey, if they do, then I'll, I'll, be, I'll be glad that Katie Herzog doesn't want somebody banned. Moving on. Uh, Washington Post. The Mississippi Clinic... <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, is it funny? I don't know. All right, let's move on. The Mississippi Clinic at the center of the fight to end abortion in America. Okay, well, whatever. Um, I'm not necessarily commenting on that. That's an ongoing battle uh, to end abortion that, that some people are getting more and more um, excited about. But here's what I wanted to point out. If you go to the Washington Post story, it appears the guy... <laughs> All right. 
Maybe she was kidding. I hope she was kidding. If she's kidding, then I apologize. I don't like anybody being banned from anywhere uh, for no good reason. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm a free speech absolutist. So I hope she was kidding. And if so, then uh, Katie, maybe you are more popular. All right, but let's go on here. The interesting thing about this story in the Washington Post: the the person whom which they put in the in the cover photo appears to have satanic pentagram necklace around his neck. Now, again, I don't even have to try. I go to abortion rallies in Austin, Texas, and and literally the first people I interact with say, Hail Satan, and and have signs that say, Hail Satan. Not even trying. I just go to cover it as a journalist and I'm just reporting with a camera and the first people I interact with say hail Satan and then hold up hail Satan signs behind me. So it is what, what is going on here? Satanists sue for religious right to ritual abortions. The satanic temple of Texas files suit to defend its religious right to child sacrifice. It's in the Washington times. I mean, I guess you could make that. An, I guess you can make that argument. Uh, sacrificing babies, though, that's uh, murder. I guess unless it's at an abortion clinic, then it's a religious experience. But there you go. You can't shake a stick at these abortion deals without running into a Satanist. You don't even have to try, folks. It's pretty disturbing, if you ask me. Pretty disturbing, indeed. Hey, you know what? It's one thing that abortion is legal in this, in this country. It's a whole nother thing to celebrate it and, and, and talk about child sacrifice like it's a good thing. Let's go back in time, say, to the mid-1990s. And then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020 where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and and prions all over your body that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. Think about that, because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you gotta take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I wanna take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. Need to go to prison for it right now. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, so the crew is defending Katie Herzog's honor here, saying she's not that bad. You'd probably actually invite her to her, to your party. So, uh, <laughs> okay, you know what? That's enough. That's enough. I hope everybody can just get along. All right, let's get serious, though. Our next guest coming up is in a legal fight right now to stop the mandate of masks on children at schools. I view it as child torture, quite frankly, to make your child breathe in its own carbon dioxide for eight hours a day and just the messiness of it all and the bacteria. We've seen the studies. 
with all the bacteria that gets on it. And they're touching everything and they're touching their mask. It's not good, folks. Uh, so here's a doctor. The full video is at Band Out Video. We're not going to be able to fill the whole segment with the video now. It's too long. But here's a doctor explaining why masks are no good. Hey, everybody. Uh, Greg Schmades here. Um, I'd like to talk real briefly and help you walk through the evidence on mask wearing. Uh, I think this is really important. I'm here in New Mexico. Our governor just uh, mandated another time uh, for mask wearing for people indoors. And uh, the CDC, as well as some other sources, are claiming to have evidence um, to wear masks. And so as an evidence-based physician, I'm, I'm indifferent to uh, wearing a mask or not. I, I wear a mask all day at work anyway as a surgeon. And I just want to do what the evidence shows. Um, the evidence I've seen is overwhelmingly in favor of saying that masks worn by the general public out just, you know, out in public places, um, they, they don't work. And so I was confused as to why the CDC claims to have this data. So I just thought real quick, I would run that, uh, run you through some of the data in just a couple of minutes to help you have, I'm not trying to convince you of anything. I want to help you have intelligent discussions with people at your workplace and your family. And so I just went to uh, right here, the live CDC website, okay? Um, on uh, it's, it's entitled uh, Science Brief, Community Use of Cloth Masks to Control the Spread of SARS-CoV-2, okay? And let's just go to their very top study. So this is their website. You'd kind of think and assume that maybe their number one listed study would be some big uh, prospective trial and, and follow-up on patients and testing people for COVID. And I, and I, <laughs> I it's hard not to kind of laugh here. This is their number one uh, paper that they cite when they claim to have evidence that masks reduce COVID transmission. Um, an investigation of a high exposure event in which two ill hairstylists, two ill hairstylists, and that's, that's CDC's number one top paper that they cite uh, to claim that <laughs> masks work. Number two, 124 Beijing households. I'm, I'm just reading straight from the website here, okay? 124 Beijing households. Um, a, a, a retrospective study on an outbreak at the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, I actually took the time to look up that paper and, and read it. It was uh, self-reported from the, uh, the 382 uh, U.S. Navy people that were on that uh, aircraft carrier, and they was just self-reported on a, on a piece of paper. Did you, did you kind of wear a mask or not? Um, and, and that was it, okay? So, so that is the data right here that they're claiming. They, finally, they have a list of, uh, they just have a paragraph here. You can go to the website, Google it yourself, of all supposedly all these studies, and they have a table that goes down. I'm going to switch the uh, camera over here so you can see this. This is really important because in public health, look at this, just the month of May, the month of March only, uh, February to March, April to May. Um, here's a bigger one, January to August, but all, all this, th th this study is just when, uh, when Arizona had this mandatory mask wearing and, and it's a temporal association. So, I mean, we have no, they have no proof that, 
that uh, COVID cases would have would have changed during that time, regardless of, of that. It's just an observational study. So in, in public health, the, the problem with what the, what what the CDC is doing in listing these studies is that they're, they have these studies that are just a few months of a snapshot of what the virus is doing. That's not how we do public health. We're talking about long-term data. Um, you can't just cherry-pick a few months. And so the, the All right, again, the, the full video like to... is at band.video. He explains more in detail. My guest coming up next is trying to stop these masks being forced onto children in schools. Back here, second hour of the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. My next guest, Jose Alva, is fighting right now to stop the mask mandate of children in schools. It's certainly a valiant fight, and he is leading a charge right now. And he's going to be joining us right now as well to talk about his fight. Uh, Jose, give us the details uh, where are you fighting this? What made you fight this? What is the response? What level is this fight is at, Jose? Hi. So we are located in uh, the west coast of Florida. And what we're doing is we have uh, decided to file a class action lawsuit to, uh, you know, against the uh, Diocese of Venice. And so a bunch of parents have come together, um, you know, here in this, the west coast of Florida to uh to pretty much fight for our right to be able to decide to mask our child or not we uh we send them to private catholic school and um the problem is owen that the friday before the monday that school started is when they told us and three weeks prior there was a bulletin sent out saying masks will be optional well it seemed a little fishy that they decided to do this on a Friday before the Monday. I feel like uh, they had sent out that bulletin almost a month before. They let everybody enroll. They uh, let everybody buy uniforms and books. And then all of a sudden, you know, now uh, there's a danger because they say that cases are going up. You know, positive cases are going up. And it caught everybody off guard. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little ridiculous. So I, I have to be honest with you. I, last week we did the call-in special with parents calling in, and and I got so scatterbrained after the news broke on Friday and some of the legal stuff that I've been doing that that I kind of got off of that subject of discussion. And then I saw you on the schedule. And I was like, "Hey guys, what what is this guest? I, I'm so glad that you're on today because this is so amazing. Everything you just said is what every other parent has said about the mask mandates." where they said it was optional all summer long, and so that's what you were expecting. And then right before your kid goes back to school, they send you a bulletin saying, oh, masks are going to be mandatory. And so you don't really have time to respond. You don't really have time to try to fight back against it. Now your kid's in school. They're making them wear a mask. So this is incredible. I mean, what are the odds? I mean, I, I don't feel like this isn't a coincidence that every parent I've talked to said they told us it would be optional, and then right before school started, they mandated it. 
are you getting that same intel? I'm sure that other school, uh, you know, parents that have kids in school have reached out and communicated with you. Is this the case nationwide? Yeah, so that's that's what's happening. I mean, there's a lot of things that are happening that, you know, I, I want to say makes sense. If you use your common sense, you can put two and two together. Uh, that has become the least common of all the senses, apparently, uh, huh. you know, all over the country, because it does make a lot of sense that why would they say masks are not going to be optional a month prior? Literally across the country, they would have lost probably millions hundreds of millions of dollars of tuition money of people deciding to do something else ah. and not buying books and not buying not filling their uniform quotas you know so uh it's kind of funny that all across the country this happened last minute on the friday before and they know that you know not a lot of people have the finances to pull their kids out um or or have somebody that can watch their kids to homeschool to do zoom they offer you the Zoom option, you know, sure, but now you're doing double the work. You're paying the same tuition as well. And, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, uh, you can have your right to mask your child. Uh, you can have the, those rights. That's fine. But my right to mask my child, especially for something, and, th- and that's, my big, that's my big claim, especially for something that the science is literally pointing in the direction that this is not and hey, look, I'm using the CDC. I'm not even, I'm not even going on a, you know, on some 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 QAnon website or, or or something like that. And not to say there's not a lot of truth in those websites, but you know there are some far fetched uh, things on both sides sometimes. No, the but- point is you're going to the establishment that's making all these mandates, and 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 they agree with what you're saying. Well, what happened is this. We went to the diocese of because because the way it works also. So, you know, just so you guys understand, you got about 20 private Catholic schools from St. Pete to about Naples, Florida on the West Coast. And so the Diocese of Venice kind of governs or that's their jurisdiction. It's almost like, you know, they, they're the federal government, you know, so whatever law they say, that's what all the schools have to follow. So there's a lot of people in the staff of the schools that, you know, the teachers, Um, some of the principals, I'm sure that they, they don't like it. They agree with us, but they're not going to say so because nobody wants to lose their job. Nobody wants to be shunned. Nobody wants to be, uh, you know, humiliated. The majority of course is going to be that, you know, they gotta, they gotta abide by the rules and, you know, that's the science. And, and there's this phrase that that's the science, but it's almost ironic because nobody's looking at the science. I mean, if you look at the CDC website, anybody can go look this up right now. And and you go on the CDC website, there's a part that says uh, the provisional deaths, you know, they, they update it on a, on a weekly basis and it says sex and age. And it tells you, and and I look it up every day, 614,000 and change deaths total since COVID started. You can read there very clearly till today. And the amount of ki- of people between the ages of zero to seventeen deaths is three hundred and sixty one. And if you actually click in the comorbidity section, you're going to see that about eighty five percent of everybody in those numbers had pre existing conditions, but not just one, multiple ones. I mean, multiple ones. You know, well, let's the- expand on that because this is actually so key, and this is the biggest frustration for me and I'm sure it frustrates you too, is you've actually looked at the numbers, you've actually done the research, 
You try to lay this stuff out to people that, that haven't, and they just don't want to listen. They don't want to believe you. I think the official number that the CDC announced was 80% of the COVID deaths were comorbidities, meaning they didn't die from COVID. They died from cancer. They died from a number of other things, not from COVID. And so you just say, hey, look, here's the numbers. Why should I be afraid of this? But they don't care. It's never been about science. I, I played a clip the other day where a scientist is on a mainstream news in, in England, and the guy's like, hey, here's some of the science that says hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin works. And he just goes, no, no, I don't believe that. No, no, no. And he shows him the studies. He shows him the reports. And he's like, no. So it's not about science. It's about their science. It's about what science they want. Not about science. It's about their agenda. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we found frustrating. I mean, I presented all this evidence. You know, I actually came out with the percentage, and it's something like 00 uh, zero one nine percent of children in the country have died. I don't even want to say of COVID. I want to say with COVID and no healthy children are dying. If you do the research and you actually do some digging of the 361, almost all of them had pre-existing conditions. I mean, these are babies that are born to, uh, you know, drug addicted moms. These are, these are, these are children that have cancer. These are children that had a limited time to live anyway and they somehow came out covid positive and so they're a covid death you know which is 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 false reporting it's 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 well that was another thing i mean there's a whole book how to lie with statistics they came out and they found there were people that got that died from gunshot wounds they reported it as covid i mean literally you show up flatter than a pancake you got hit with a mac truck and they test you for covid you test (laughs) positive they say oh he died of covid that's exactly what's happening and and the, and, the, and the worst part is that even on the CDC website, which is very suspect, okay, if you go into the comorbidities, right, they begin to divide the categories of age differently than on the g- general section where it breaks down the ages and how many people died in each age group in the total deaths in the, in the provisional sex and age category. So if you go to sex and age, for example, the zero to seven. We got to go to a break here. Jose, hold it right sure. there. Finish your thought on the other side, and then and then let's talk about the legal battle ahead. We'll be right back. Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right through the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is vitamin mineral fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body, into your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their gut. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen. And just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system. And it funds the info war. A true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time. 33% off InfoWarsStore.com. Let's go back in time, say to the mid-1990s. And then imagine a science fiction movie set in the year 2020, where a world government's being established, where members of Congress and former presidents are censored by big tech, and where if you don't take an experimental injection that grows blood clots and, and prions all over your body, that you're not allowed to fly on an airplane. 
Think about that because that's where we are. Imagine just 20, 30 years ago, hell, just five years ago, if somebody told you this would be happening. But it is happening now. And then they tell you, oh, sorry, it's not a vaccine, it's a gene therapy, and it doesn't really work, so you got to take it every few months. And the people that have submitted say, great, I want to take it all the time so I can go outside and not get sick from COVID, even though it gets you sick from COVID. And now there's record numbers of really sick people from the sloughing, the shedding of the virus. And that's in mainline studies. Bill Gates and Fauci did this. They need to go to prison for it right now. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. We're back here with Jose Alva. He is suing right now over the child mask mandate in schools, a righteous cause. And I want to go back to something before we let him finish off where he was at with the CDC skewing the numbers, and then we can get into the lawsuit. But, you know, Jose, you made such a a keen point. You know, follow the money. I brought this up early on the broadcast, and I'm going to cover this in the next segment. Where do you think Pfizer ranks on the list of corporations that make political donations. How much money do you think Pfizer donates to politicians and parties? Hmm, yeah, I think you may have a pretty good guess. We'll cover that coming up. But it's the same thing there, Jose, where, oh, so, okay, we're going to have masks optional. So you figure, hey, I'm going to be able to send my kid to school and they don't have to breathe in their own carbon dioxide and put a bacteria-ridden mask on their face. So you buy the books, that costs hundreds of dollars. You pay the tuition, that's thousands of dollars. You buy all the other stuff, that's you know hundreds, thousands of dollars. Uh, whatever you're talking thousands of dollars of a commitment to that school year with the understanding that the mask mandate is, is going to be not a mandate, but optional. And then they turn it on you right overnight. I mean, it's, there's always an angle of money to this, isn't there? There's always an angle of money to this. And to me, for, for a Catholic school to even pull that one on you, I mean, maybe a public school, but for a Catholic school, boy, that is just so disingenuous. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 100%. If you want to really know what's going on in the world, the most likely answer is going to be follow the money. Okay, follow the money on everything. Um, Big pharma, uh, big tech, big media, big bank, big academia. Um, It's all connected. You know, it's all connected. We know it. It's more likely that it's true than that it's not. You know, and uh, what we did was we decided to go to um, we decided to go directly to speak with the uh, bishop of the diocese, okay? And uh, the bishop of the diocese told us. We said, "What was the science that you guys used to make this decision?" Because I've looked at the Florida Department of Health, and yeah, there's a rise in cases, but it has no information on children, and it has no information on the intensity or the harm, because people think that positive COVID case means like you know what does that mean does that mean you're in the icu does that mean you have any symptoms at all because you're a positive covid case and what the media started doing owen which was very smart on their part to create fear they started calling them covid infections instead of covid cases regardless we went to the diocese we asked we asked them what did you use to make that decision and the answer was um that they spoke the bishop spoke with a parent whose child was covid positive in the hospital. And I asked him, was he in the ICU? No. Was he about to die? No, he wasn't. So because there's a concerned parent, 
and, and here's another point too that people aren't talking about. If you if you bring your child to the hospital with all the fear mongering that's going on, and you're afraid, and they tell you that your kid's COVID positive, they may have no symptoms, but guess what? You're going to keep them in the hospital until you feel like they're safe. Well, I was actually about to add. I was about to ask when when this happened because what they're doing now to increase their numbers for the television for the fear mongering is if if your kid goes to a hospital and say he's got a broken leg or broken arm, they they automatically test for COVID. It's just procedure, and if they test positive. They'll put them in the ICU even if they have no symptoms. And then they say, oh, the ICU is filled. Yeah, it's a hospitalization. So that's how they do that. But but get back to the point that you were making and then finish up on that. We got four minutes left. Talk about where the lawsuit is at right now and, and how things are going to be going forward. Okay, so we uh, we were able to get close to 40 families to join in the in the lawsuit for now. And uh, I believe that it's been submitted, uh, I believe it was yesterday officially. And so we're hoping to get an injunction, which will cause them to have to reverse the mandate. You know, that's what we're, uh, we're, what we're hoping for. You know, I asked them, I said, who's the, who's the general surgeon of the diocese that made the health decision? And uh, they couldn't give me an answer. It was based solely off of the bishop's opinion, based off of talking to one parent whose child was in the hospital for COVID. So... We're going to see what happens. I mean, this is very fresh. Every day we get more and more people joining. More and more people are stepping up. Um, you know, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. You know, but see, if, if, if a school decided, oh, OK, you know, let's say three days before you send your kid to school. Hey, we're going to raise tuition five thousand dollars. That would be totally illegal. Oh, but they can do it with a mask mandate. I don't think so. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, there's other things, too. They, they say, well, it's a private school, um, you know, but there's a parent's bill of rights. Uh, what power does a private school just because they're a private school? Does that mean that they supersede the governor's executive order as well? Uh, it doesn't it's not making a lot of sense. And, and the well, other that all is, doesn't that all seem to be political? Like one side, they get to supersede everything. The other side. No, that, that doesn't count because they're doing the same thing in Texas, man. Oh, yeah. They're doing it across the board. Public schools, I'm hearing even around Florida. Um, but he, here's another, here's another point. So if, if, if you're a private school, right. And you want to actually be able to give authority or instruction on your, ch- you know, on children's health, where do you draw the line? You know, what's going to stop a private school then from giving Adderall to the kids that thinks it's hyper, you know, what, what's the difference? You know, you know what I mean? Or yeah. Or, ma- or even mandating it, I guess. Right. Or mandating it. Right. Or mandating it. Hey, you got to medicate your kids because we think so. Who, who thinks so? The bishop? Well, this is th- this whole thing has created a lot of dangerous precedents, quite frankly. And that's why uh, your 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 legal fight here, I think, is a righteous cause. And and so last week I was doing a thing. We did a parents call in shows where we had parents calling in about the mask mandates. And it was just wildly popular. The phone lines lit up. Uh, like I said, I got, I just got distracted with legal stuff and kind of dropped the ball, but, um, I'm not, I'm, I might not be on air the next two days. In fact, I have a guest host, Christy Lee, who is doing that with us. Uh, and so we may, she may bring that back. Cause I think this is still a big issue. The kids are back in school. They're making them wear the masks. I think parents are very upset about this. They're looking for outlets. And like you said, if you would have known this in say June or July, that your, your kid was going to have to wear a mask all day at school, you probably would have gone with a different option. I'm guessing. Absolutely. Yeah, we would have found another solution. We probably would have found another school. 
And I think there's a lot of people out there that are in the exact same boat. And uh, maybe when Christy Lee fills in for me tomorrow and Friday, she may pick that back up uh, where we left off and taking calls. So, uh, Jose, stay in touch with us if there's any updates. Uh, we're going to be following this story very closely. Uh, any final words before we let you go? Yeah, um, you know, I just want to thank you for having us here. And uh, if anybody wants to join the fight, please get in touch with us. We're on Facebook. Um, parents of uh, the Diocese of Venice. We're also on uh, Common Sense Catholic Parents of Southwest Florida. And our GoFundMe is uh, Parents Voice SWFL. And uh, I really appreciate you bringing us on the show. We really need to unite and put it and put a stop, put our foot down now. We should have done it last year because uh, vaccine mandates are next for children. That's and right. There's no reason for it. That's absolutely right. All right, Jose, our prayers are with you and the parents and, and the children and the children who don't deserve to breathe in their own carbon dioxide for eight hours a day. But isn't it ironic, Jose? They, they want to tell us that carbon dioxide is killing the planet and is going to be the end of mankind, but then they tell you to breathe in your own carbon dioxide all day long with a mask. These people are insane. Jose, Godspeed and God bless. Let us know if there's any other developments. And folks, they're doing this, they're doing this all over the country. Again, we took, I don't know how many calls last week on this exact issue, and the parents all were saying the same thing. They said it was optional, and then right before we started school, after we purchased everything, then they made it mandatory. Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right to the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is Vitamin Mineral Fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body, into your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their gut. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen. And just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system. And it funds the Info War, a true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time, 33% off InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. Making talk radio great again. It's the War Room with Owen Schroyer. All right, I'm going to try to get through all of this COVID and vaccine news in the next 30 minutes. I asked at the top of the transmission and a couple times since, where do you think Pfizer ranks on the list of corporations for political lobbying in terms of dollar amount? Where do you think Pfizer ranks on a list of political contributions for corporations in a dollar amount? And of course, why are we asking this? Because Pfizer got the FDA approval, as we accurately predicted they would, uh, at the exact time so that they could mandate masks heading into the end of this year, at the beginning of the school year and then really hope to get a big outbreak in the fall and the winter. You didn't have much last year. The death rate did not go up last year. Last year, the numbers were pretty much a hoax. Uh, this year, you may actually see it with the variants spreading from the vaccinated, the vaccinated people causing the variants. That's just mainline science. They admit that. And 
something's going around with it. The mask is probably causing bacterial pneumonia. So you may actually see in the year 2021, there actually might be a little uptick in the death rate. There was not in 2020, but there might be a little in 2021. But so here we go. This is all publicly available. Pfizer, in terms of lobbying in the year 2020, was ranked 25th among corporations of over 5,500. And they paid out in lobbying in the year 2020, $10.8 million. And their political contributions in the year 2020 were $4 million. Oh, and they got the approval. But it's it's not even about the approval. The approval is just a, a political maneuver at, at this stage of the power grab. But what the important thing is, they already made billions of dollars. So think about it. They invested in the year 2020 $15 million to politicians. That's not even mentioning however much goes into television media with the big ad campaigns. We all know big pharmaceutical companies spend more ad dollars, I think, than any other um, industry on earth. So, I mean... You're talking a lot of influence. You're talking a lot of money. And they already made billions of dollars with the emergency authorization use. And that's what it was really all about. So you want to know why Fauci and the media and everybody else, you want to know why they didn't want you to talk about ivermectin? You want to know why they didn't want you to talk about hydroxychloroquine and zinc and vitamin D? You want to know why they didn't want you to talk about Regeneron and, and, and steroids and some of the other treatments that may have worked? Because they were all in the tank for Pfizer. Pfizer made their investment in the year 2020 and they got their kickback big time in the year 2021 with the vaccines. And now they've got the approval, which the political class is just going to try to use to mandate them on us, even though they're still technically in trial stage. I covered that yesterday. I still have the document because it's so key. Where they admit, here's the document, I'm going to hold on to this because it's so shocking. They admit that they will not release the studies. So you're in the clinical studies of the Pfizer vaccine right now, and they will not be releasing the studies until the year 2025. You're the test subject of this vaccine. But the media is paid out by Big Pharma. The politicians are paid out by Big Pharma. And it's all right here. Now, now I'm just going to go here because I don't want to be too long. Who do you think... Who do you think was the number one recipient of political donations from Pfizer in the year 2020? Anybody want to take a random guess? Anybody want to come to my ear, take a random guess? It's a really hard one, guys. Who do you think it was? Joe Biden at $381 million. From Pfizer, Joe Biden. Now, he might even know any of this is going on, quite frankly. Oh, but, oh, Biden, what do you know? Biden gets the most money of anyone else from Pfizer political donations. And then what are the top three? Democrat Senate Campaign Committee, DNC Services Corporation. And the list goes on. The Democrats have the top five. Now, sadly... You see, the Republicans had quite a significant donation made to them as well. 
So that's why the Republicans aren't pushing back too much against this, at least in, in totality. And sadly, there's Donald Trump actually right there, too, at number seven. Now, in 2016, Donald Trump did not take a dime from Big Pharma. In fact, I, I was in a viral video because I would go around to all these Trump protests because, you know, the left thinks they're all anti-establishment. So they hated Big Pharma. In fact, I would go around because they all love Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders was anti-Big Pharma, even though he took a little change from Big Pharma, too. Not too significant, but $47,000. OK, uh, Trump over 100000 Trump didn't take any in 2016, and I would go around and I'd, I'd, I'd talk to liberals, and I'd say, you know, do you, think, do you like Big Pharma? Do you think Big Pharma's bad? And they'd all say, no, Big Pharma's bad. That's, that's not good. And I'd say, you know who took $0 from Big Pharma? And they'd say, Bernie Sanders. And Bernie Sanders took a little chunk from Big Pharma back then, too. Not much, but, but a little. Hillary Clinton was the number one. But no, Trump didn't take a dime. And I would show that to them, and I'd say, Trump didn't take a dime. And they just, their draws would, you know, and then they'd start having panic attacks and conniption fits, you know. But there you go. Joe Biden, number one in political contributions from Pfizer. And the Democrats have the top five slots in political contributions from Pfizer. And then the Republican National Committee. So there you go. There you go. Oh, and uh, I think Bill Gates must have known something was going on because he got a lot of Pfizer stock right before it all went down. So did a lot of Democrats and politicians and media members, too. Oh. Hmm. Somebody might want to investigate that. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Just a thought. Rod Rod Blagojevich uh, tweeted this out, and and there's been other stories about this, and and I've covered this. Billionaires added close to $2 trillion during the pandemic. Meanwhile, millions are on the brink of eviction, face foreclosure, and can't make ends meet. Working people in the middle class get screwed and squeezed. The greed of financial elite is destroying America. You know, I'm a free market capitalist. And, and I will say that is the one downfall. That is the one pitfall about free market capitalism is that greedy people will, will show their, their ugliness. And it does happen. That's the one pitfall. But uh, of all the pitfalls of all the other systems, it's not even close. But there you go. It just shows how the power brokers. Now, this, this story, this story is so key. That I think I want to wait and cover it in the next segment, actually. I'm going to hold off because this story is too key. I got to start the next segment with the story. So let me just jump to this. Uh, at Real Jesse James 7 on Twitter posted this uh, document here. And it has all of the sources in it, the, the studies in it, too. And it talks about how it's the vaccinated people that are dying. And it takes the numbers. And, and I don't have time to read the whole email. I was going to read the whole thing, but I just don't have time. But essentially... It takes all the numbers of the people dead from COVID and then it puts them into two sets and it's people that have died from COVID that have been vaccinated and people that have died from COVID that are unvaccinated. And the number of people that have died from COVID that are vaccinated is larger than the number of people that are unvaccinated. Now, again, we don't say InfoWars tomorrow's news today for no reason. I went on the Jones show. I covered it on my show. And we all said what they're going to do next year is they're going to release the vaccine. The vaccine is going to get people sick. The vaccine is going to kill people. And they're just going to blame it on COVID and say, see, we need to lock down again. You need to wear masks again. It's all your fault. 
And then you'll say, oh, but you need to get a vaccine, even though they admit the vaccine is not effective. They have to admit the vaccine isn't completely safe with all of the side effects. They don't even have the studies yet. They won't release until 2025. And then just as we predicted, the vaccines are getting people sick. The vaccines are killing people. And more people are dying from COVID that have been vaccinated than haven't been vaccinated. And somehow all of this means that the vaccine is safe and effective and that it should be mandated and you should take it. I have more on this when we come back. But something happened in Florida yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, that needs to be made a huge deal of. And I'm going to mention it when we come back. Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right through the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is vitamin mineral fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body, into your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their guts. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen, and just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system, and it funds the info war. A true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time, 33% off InfoWarsStore.com. It's time to show them what a real alpha male looks like with one of our most powerful products ever made, Alpha Power. As you age, your body can lose testosterone over time. With the incredible ingredients in this formula, we can help you beat the test of time and assist in restoring that lost energy and mood that comes with time and age. Alpha Power's incredible ingredients can help you boost your sports performance or enhance your day-to-day life with ease while encouraging hormonal balance. Perfect by itself or with super male vitality in the true alpha male path. Alpha Power can help boost performance, help maintain normal testosterone levels, support healthy cholesterol, and more. Let Alpha Power help bring you to the peak of your optimal health. Don't fall short on energy in the fight against tyranny. Show the world what a true alpha male looks like today with Alpha Power. Head to InfoWarsStore.com today. Infowars.com forward slash show. Ladies and gentlemen, something happened in Florida yesterday that should have every American outraged, regardless of politics or how you feel about vaccines or any of this stuff. And it, it, it's so outrageous. It's such a crime. And, of course, the media was there for the whole thing. And now the media is trying to cover it up. So so let me just use Cernovich's words here. He tweeted this out, and, and I'll get more into what happened. But Cernovich has a good summary here of, of what happened in Florida yesterday. And if you remember, I covered it on air, and I was actually a little confused at the time. I got my wires crossed with other stories. And because of that, I couldn't even think clearly at the time and then I did the research last night and it all came clear to me. But but here, here's a good little summary from Cernovich. Doctors stage a walkout in Florida. I think it was about 100 doctors. It's reported as a walkout by the media. And, and we have the screen grabs right here. So it was, it, was a, it was a colluded event. 
with the media and the doctors. They planned the whole thing as a walkout, as a publicity stunt. Everyone understands it as a walkout. Lawyers at hospital realize that this is a huge lawsuit that just opened up. Public also outraged at this malpractice. And then the media comes to the rescue and says, no, 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 no. It wasn't a walkout. It was a press conference. Folks, so these doctors, you could probably guess their political bent, stage a walkout at a hospital in Florida yesterday saying that, oh, we're walking out because people aren't getting the vaccine. Now, there's, there's already so much egregiousness to that. Think about the precedent that could be set here. Or, or better yet, think about the fact that they're dealing with just as many vaccinated cases as unvaccinated cases. The numbers are out. So they're complaining about the unvaccinated being in there, but the vaccinated are in there too. So they're not complaining about that shot, that jab that they want you to take not working. Just the numbers prove it. No, 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 no. They're mad because more people aren't getting vaccinated. Obviously a political publicity stunt. But think about this precedent. If I'm on a motorcycle and I'm and I'm driving around and I don't have a helmet on and I get in an accident and I crack my skull open, what if the doctor says, I'm not going to treat you, you weren't wearing a helmet? What if I have lung cancer? And I've been smoking cigarettes my whole life. The doctor says, you smoke cigarettes your whole life. I'm not treating you. What if I come in with diabetes or or hypertension, or and they say, look at you. You ate fast food. You ate unhealthy. No, I'm not treating you. Think about that dangerous precedent. Total violation of the Hippocratic Oath. Total medical malpractice. You would never hear such a thing. Oh, you broke your leg? You were playing football. You were skateboarding. What? Since when do we have that? Mindset. Since when do we have that approach to healthcare in this country? Well, when a certain political bent gets involved, everything's political and they will leverage everything, everything for their political agenda. But so think about what happened here. Not very smart. Total medical, total medical malpractice to walk out of a hospital. Now, see, I, I, I wasn't thinking clearly at the time and I said, look, they claim the hospitals are overwhelmed. They're complaining how overwhelmed the hospitals are, yet they have time for a publicity stunt walkout. Remember like last year? Oh, it's so bad. We're overwhelmed. And all the nurses were just doing TikTok dance videos. And we did the film your hospital challenge. Everybody went to their local hospitals. None of them were filled. I did it at three hospitals. Made national news. Them complaining about me going to hospitals, showing that they weren't filled. People did it again this year. And so now you have... Nurses getting fired because they don't take the vaccine, even though the hospitals are apparently overwhelmed and they're so overworked, but they fire nurses that don't get the vaccine. And a and hundred doctors in Florida can walk out, can walk out. Even though it's so busy, it's so overwhelmed from COVID, these doctors can walk out of the hospital. So, so uh, yeah, something doesn't add up there. And I said, and I'll say it again. This is, this is one of the toughest things to have to cover because I don't want to think badly of doctors. I don't want to think that, oh, I'm going to go to a doctor and because of his politics, I'm not going to get a good doctor. Or I'm not going to get a good treatment. That's what's going on. That's literally what's happening. So now they realize, uh-oh, big mistake. We shouldn't have done that publicity stunt walkout. That's medical malpractice. 
So then the media came out and said, no, 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 it wasn't a walkout. It was just a press conference, a total cover your ass moment. They staged a walkout. It's a publicity stunt. This is what communists do. They leverage everything they can politically, even your health, your free speech, your rights, everything. They will leverage everything until they have control over everything, including your body. No, you. those doctors got caught. There need to be massive lawsuits against that hospital, against those doctors for medical malpractice. But the, the media will, oh, no, no, no. Oh, just a press conference. They all reported it as a walkout and they planned it as a walkout. It was a publicity stunt. And they love COVID. They're making more money than ever because of COVID. And, and they love all the, the kickbacks that they get from Big Pharma as well. So they're making more money than ever. They love leveraging this for as much as they can. And they don't even have to work. I mean, can you imagine? You know what? I, I don't have time to make analogies here. This is a huge story. People should be up in arms angry about this. And, and there needs to be a serious investigation about medical malpractice here. They know what they did was medical malpractice to walk out during the job, violation of the oath, and then the precedent to set, I'm not going to treat you because you haven't been vaccinated. Oh, I'm not going to treat you. You didn't wear a helmet. I'm not going to treat you. You were playing football. I'm not going to treat you. You smoked cigarettes. I'm not going to treat you. You were drinking and driving and got in a car accident. It's not how this works, folks. So very, very serious thing down there in Florida, and it should be treated as such. Now, let's move on. You'll always find one of these, won't you? Telling you, Defiant L's on Twitter is one of the best accounts you're going to find. Defiant L's. They do this all day. Here's Amy Siskind, big LGBTQI, PI, Niner, 64, uh, moon landing activist. Here she was last August, almost a year apart. Here you go. Trump is taking a page from Putin's playbook and trying to bully the FDA into making a COVID-19 vaccine available before stage three testing is complete. He will kill us all. Amy Siskind. Here's Amy Siskind two days ago. Let it rain vaccine mandates. Oh, these people are such frauds, man. These people are such frauds. And that's why they're dangerous. And again, I'm I'm not I'm gonna keep this document by me. I mean, am I gonna have to keep this document till the year 2025 when they've when they've when they're gonna release their studies? She's complaining that we don't even have stage three studies. We don't have any studies right now, and she's asking for mandates. Amy Siskind, another leftist fraud. But but here you go. Here's their here's their narrative falling apart. Fully vaccinated woman reportedly dies of COVID-19 after taking cruise to Belize. So did she die from COVID? Did she die from a vaccine? Point is, she was vaccinated and they're saying she died from COVID. So much for safe and effective. Japan gets it. Takeda suspends use of 1.6 million doses of Moderna vaccine. Japan says unused Moderna doses have foreign materials. So Japan is not embracing the vaccine and uh, they're not really having a spike in outbreaks like the countries that are embracing the vaccine. Go figure. You know, here's what's sad about this because 
you know, even even the people that I disagree with politically and the people I give a hard time on this show, you know what? Most people are well-meaning. They really are. Most people are well-meaning. Hell, even the fraud Amy Siskin probably thinks she's well-meaning. She's clearly delusional and, and not in her right mind but and, and a fraud, but she probably thinks she's she's a good person doing the right thing. So, so here's the example. You may have seen Bill Maher talking about this, and Alex Jones covered it. Bill Maher says, I don't want a booster. I never even wanted a vaccine. I took one for the team. And so that's the attitude here is that, hey, look, this is how the media sells it. It's how Fauci sells it. It's how they all sell it. And they say, hey, look, you know, we all, we're all in this together. We all need to take the vaccine. You know, what happened to my body, my choice? Well, not when, when, it's, when it's their choice, then, it's, and, then they get to make the choice for your body. But here's what people have to accept and understand. Uh, the big pharmaceutical companies, they're not on your team. These doctors that staged this walkout, they're not on your team. Anthony Fauci is not on your team. The media is not on your team. So this whole notion of, oh, I'm taking one for the team. No, no, no. You've been deceived. You've been duped. That's not your team. So people need to understand that. Because, again, Bill Maher probably, he probably means it. He, he thinks, hey, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'll take the vaccine. Let's get things back to normal. Let's get the economy open. Let's get people vaccinated so they don't get sick. Thought he was part of the team. No, there is no team. That team you thought you were a part of is out to get you. So when I first started taking Survival Shield, basically I was 275 pounds. I was overweight. Uh, I had brain fog like you wouldn't believe. I was barely holding on to a job. Uh, and I heard Dr. Group on your show and I listened to it. So the first one I got was the original Survival Shield, the X1. And it worked pretty good. And then shortly thereafter, you came out with X2. You had, you know, with a deeper source, you know, and I got really excited about that. So I took it. And man, in two weeks, I went from brain fog to like literally like my brain was enlightened. You know, I could think again. And I could connect with people again. And over the course of the next couple of years, I got my health back. And I religiously take basically all of your supplements. They're, they're all absolutely amazing supplements. The one I like recently is Knockout. It'll literally, like, if you want to sleep, just take it. It's amazing. It works. But anyway, so the point is, we have to get ourselves clean. We have to break free of the globalist system. And the only way to do that is to take our own health into our own hands. Beautifully said, brother. I thank you so much for your call and Godspeed. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, let me finish up the rest of this news, and then my guest joins me. Rutgers football player to transfer over school's COVID-19 vaccine requirement. Rutgers defensive back Peyton Powell will continue his college football career at another school. He tweeted Tuesday he would be entering the transfer portal because Rutgers requires students to be vaccinated against COVID-19. Uh, which, of course, is a lie. It should say be vaccinated with COVID-19 because that's what it is. And by the way, they're already starting to publish stories that say COVID-22 is next. And Fauci went on television and said, we can't get back to normal till spring 2022. Yeah. The same guy that said 15 days to slow the spread now says maybe we can be back to normal by spring 2022. So that's two years. So 15 days to slow the spread became two years. Two years will become five years. Five years will become the rest of your life. Really amazing that people are putting up with such tyranny. But one football player isn't good for him. 
Yeah, there you go. What is COVID-22 variant? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we made jokes about it, but of course they were going to do that. Of course. You know, because the uh, Delta, Lambda, Chi, Sigma, whatever variants, they didn't really instill the fear, you know? They didn't really, they didn't really hit you with that fear. So they got to come up with something new to put you in fear so you can get that vax. So that big pharma can make a bunch of money and we can cement medical tyranny in the West. Washington County Sheriff confirms use of ivermectin at detention center. And the media is all up in arms about this. And they're just like, hey, look, you know, we had these COVID outbreaks. We wanted to treat them and we found ivermectin worked. And it's like, you can't say that. You're not allowed to say that. And the FDA says, you're not a cow because ivermectin has been used with cows and other such things. In fact, actually... Ivermectin was actually won awards for curing river blindness. I believe it was. Guys, guys, plug that in. Ivermectin river blindness. I forget the name of the actual disease. It's like osteo, osteo something or osteo, I don't know. Anyway, Ivermectin has been known to work on humans, a lot of different things. It works against COVID. I've had multiple people on that talk about how it works. Doctors have talked about how it works. And the FDA just says, no, 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 you can't take it. Why? Because big pharmaceutical companies run the FDA. In fact, guys, see if they even cover it on the CDC's website about ivermectin. Plug in a search there. See if, see if, see if it mentions ivermectin in, in, on the CDC. No, 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 on that page, I mean. No, 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 on that page. Just hit a, hit a control F. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No? But, but now plug into a search engine, ivermectin, uh, onchocerciasis. I guess that's why they just call it river blindness. Because you'll plug it in and you'll see. No, 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 that's not it. Anyway, the point is ivermectin works against COVID. This detention center is doing it because it works. And they're being scolded for doing what works. Because, you know, you're just supposed to take the vaccine. U.S. official finally acknowledges COVID-19 natural immunity as good as vaccine. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, there, there's a headline. Eliminating river blindness with ivermectin. It's been well known. And it's, it's, it's always been known that your natural immunity is always better than a vaccine's immunity. That's why people would send their kids to get chicken pox so they could get the natural immunity. They'd be set for life. Uh. Saints tickets, New Orleans Saints, are selling for less than a dollar after the team requires fans to be vaccinated or have a negative COVID-19 test. Boy, uh, the NFL was already on the down on the ratings and the attendance. You start mandating vaccines and masks and COVID tests, send it to the seller, sadly. And then uh, it's funny, here's the World Health Organization complaining about all these people saying all the hypertension and, and problems, heart problems people are having. But again, they never talk to you about exercise. They never talk to you about physical fitness. They never talk to you about things that can actually help. Like, I, I, I have this problem, and it runs in my family. Like, 18, they said, you're pre-hypertension. I drink pomegranate juice every morning. Never had a problem again. But they won't mention that. It's cheap. We are in the third and final hour of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Again, ladies and gentlemen, everything we do here is brought to you by you shopping at InfoWarsStore.com so we can have this platform and get banned guests and great guests like the next guest I have coming up. 
Zach Voorhees. Google whistleblower talked about how they were censoring news, using their algorithms to do it, use uh, their power to influence the world, quite frankly, uh, from politics to news to uh, disease outbreak. I mean, anything you search into Google, they can control the algorithms. And Zach Voorhees blew the whistle on this. He's been uh, touring since then, doing a bunch of media stuff. He's now got a book out. Uh, So Zach joins us now. Zach, what is highlighted in your book that just came out, an inside perspective from being an engineer at Google? Yes, well, thank you, Owen, for having me on the show. I'm so honored to be here. Um, Right now, I've got a new book coming out. Actually, it's out right now on Amazon called Google Leaks. Um, And it's my story about how, you know, Google was manipulating the information landscape in order to make, um, in order to target Trump. And let me grab this book here. Um, And what is really popular right now is the revelation that Google rewrote its news algorithms in order to target Trump. And this was a story that came out with the Epic Times. It moved to Zero Hedge and got a post by the president, uh, former President Trump himself, uh, with an in case you missed it, check this out. And uh, I wanted to show you exactly what it was that Google was doing in order to manipulate the information landscape. And it was with a system that was called uh, Real-Time Boost. And this system was targeting Trump by doing signals analysis across the internet. And um, essentially, they rewrote the entire system based upon the Trump Comey fight. So so I right see this here. is on your website. Is this also in your book? Uh, yes. This is incredible stuff. You're, you're going so fast. This is just amazing stuff that you're going through here. It is. And the thing about this is that Google testified to Congress that um, they were not using any political censorship whatsoever. And me as a Google whistleblower on the inside of the belly of the beast, I could just look at what the design team was making up for fake news, what they were making up for how they were rewriting their algorithms. And I was like, this has got, you know, Trump all over it. They are definitely targeting Trump. They're definitely going after him because they're rewriting their news algorithms to go after the president of the United States. And so when this when this came out, the how of Google and how they censored the president, uh, this became a news story. It was shown all the way around the world in different languages as well. And uh, people are coming through and waking up and realizing that, yes, one big giant company was using its monopoly in order to influence not only the culture and politics, but also the election. And look where we are now. If you go against Google's corporate policy, even if you're Rand Paul, you are liable to be removed from the Internet by Google's you know, fiat, by their direction, by their command. And look where we are now, Owen. Well, well this is just amazing because you talk about this major company. Uh, Google's got to be one of the most powerful companies in the world. Certainly, I'd say people would argue top three. And they do have the power to influence culture. They have the uh, power to influence politics power to influence elections, 
And 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 as far as I can tell, and, and as far as you can tell from the inside, there's no checks, there's no balances, and then they lie to Congress about it. Yes, that's right. They lie to Congress about it, and I want to show you exactly how bad they lie. I hope that there's sound here. So let me be clear. Google is not politically biased. Indeed, we go to extraordinary lengths to build our products and enforce our policies in an analytically objective, apolitical way. Our platforms reflect the online world that exists. Our job, which we take very seriously, is to deliver to users the most relevant and authoritative information out there. And studies have- Yeah, I just want to pause it there and show how ridiculous this is. If I go to google.com now and I type in idiot, guess what the, um, the results are for images, right? It's going to be Donald Trump. Oh my gosh, the whole page. Google, the whole page is Donald Trump. While they're telling you, while they're telling Congress, while they're telling their investors that they are neutral, that they're there to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. That's still their mission statement, Owen. Hold on. This is incredible. Let's do this in live time here. And and by the way, guys, Zach is running like his own board. here. We've never had a guest do this. Zach is the real deal. Uh, he, he really is a, a true uh, engineer. No wonder why you were working uh, with Google. Let's guys, let's pull up a duck, duck, go pull up a Swiss cows. I mean, seriously, let's put idiot into all these different search engines and, and let's see what happens. Now, my guess is it's probably not going to be a whole page of Donald Trump. All right. There's, there's duck, duck, go idiot. Okay. I don't see a single image for Trump. Uh, we can try Swiss cows. Let's go. Uh, let's go try Swiss cows. Let's see what happens if you type idiot into Swiss cows. Okay, go to the images there. Uh, oh, oh, Obama shows up. There is there is Obama there, but uh, but no Trump. There is no Trump. There is a Gaddafi. Okay, so uh, what other search engines can we try here? Just for just for brevity's sake, I'm trying to think of the others that may exist. Quant. Go ahead. I don't, I'm not sure of that one, but let's give let's give it one more. Let's give one more search engine a chance here for idiot, and let's see if Trump shows up. Quant. Okay. They kind of make it even look like Google a little bit. And uh, again, no Trump. Obama does show up. That same image shows up of Obama, but still no Trump. Okay, so clearly, clearly this proves beyond reasonable doubt that Google has done something to their algorithms to make Trump show up the whole page for idiot. I mean, what do they do for someone that's not really an engineer, doesn't understand how this could happen? How can Google be in control of what is supposed to be an organic search engine so that they can get desired results. Because that's what this is. It's, oh, you think you're getting an organic search on the internet, but you're really just getting the desired results that Google wants you to see. Oh, and let me tell you how they're doing this. They're basically, one, giving exploits for the MSM. They're also ranking MSM higher. So CNN, MSNBC, uh, CBS. And what's happening is that Google's creating an echo chamber. And what they're saying is that they're going to boost up authoritative content. They're going to uh, attenuate and uh, de-rank the, what they call fake news and fringe ranking. And so because the entire MSM complex is bought out and was against Trump, and because those sites were authoritative, that means that the MSM talking points get boosted to the very top of the search results. 
the news results, YouTube. And anyone that uses these services knows that when you try to search for anything, it gets redirected into an anti-Trump narrative, anti-conservative narrative, um, you know, pro-globalist narrative, and that this bias exists on all of their products. And by using this bias, they're able to put their thumbs on the scales of information research and gradually shift the population order over to the left, over to their corporate viewpoint. And if you've got any doubt that this is happening, I want to go to the MSM rankings. Here, let's pause it right released. there because we got to go to a break, Zach. Let's let's pick it back up on the other side of this break with the, this new thing that you want to talk about because this is, folks, you, you got to understand something. And look, I, I've been an internet uh, savant for like 20 years, probably before I should. I mean, by the age of 10, I was like mastering the internet. And I, I can tell you already, like YouTube, Google, all of it's changed. YouTube's changed. Google's changed. It's clearly because they're rigging these results to get what they want. But folks, think about it. We just use Donald Trump as an example. That's just one case and example. They can do it with anything. They can do this with health stuff. They can do this with news about war. They can do this with anything. Think about how dangerous that is when Google's the number one website. People think they're getting organic search results. They're not. You're getting rigged search results. We'll be right back. The purpose of fear is to call us into action. And there is plenty to be afraid of today. Half the population has lined up for an untested, deadly, and debilitating experimental injection because they were told to be afraid of an invisible asymptomatic disease. The perpetrators of all this have clearly stated their goal of having 80% of the population hooked up to an artificial intelligence hive mind in less than nine years. For those of us who have awoken from the spell, we know this is all really happening, and it's unbelievably unsettling to see. But there is only two things to do. We continue sounding the alarm because it's a numbers game. If enough people awaken from the cult spell, then we win. But even when we win, and we eventually will, the days of convenience are soon coming to an end. And so we must prepare, get up to a year's worth of storable foods, water filtration, survival gear, seeds, shortwave radios, and life-saving knowledge at InfoWarsStore.com. Granny do right. Granny do right. Thanks for holding her on the air. Go ahead. Challenge. First of all, let me say uh, I love your products. I am a granny. And um, for all the senior citizens out there that may have spent a lifetime in the sun like me, I was loaded up with sunspots or age spots, as they're lovingly called. But since taking your X2 for the last couple of years, my skin is just really gorgeous, actually. People think I'm 55 years old. <laughs> And I was already taking your other supplements, but I thought, you know, well, maybe that's what I need to do because I just thought it was a hopeless situation. But when I started taking it, I mean, it doesn't happen immediately, but, you know, over a period of time, I started noticing, okay, you know, this is the ticket. This is working. This is wonderful. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't have to put on Dermablend anymore, you know. So anyway, it worked wonderfully and it really has totally cleared up my skin. Infowars.com forward slash show. I mean, this is a big deal. This is a big story. Zach Voorhees is with us. He blew this wide open when he went to Project Veritas. But I mean, this is still big. 
And there hasn't been a fair investigation into Google. They did lie to Congress. They haven't faced consequences for that. Uh, I mean, seriously, Zach, you're sitting on one of the biggest stories, I would say, in the world where you have a company that has so much power to manipulate, quite frankly, the future. They can manipulate the past. They can manipulate the present. And they can manipulate the future. And this is, put politics aside, put whatever aside. I mean, this is, this is bigger. This is, we're talking about, we're talking about planet Earth, most powerful companies, if not the most powerful company on it, with that kind of power to manipulate the past, present, and future. Uh, and they get away with perjuring themselves. I think every legal expert would agree, especially with the information that you're presenting here, that that's the case. Uh, th- this is incredible stuff. I mean, I-, I want you to get back into where you were going, but I mean, seriously, like what, what is the weight of this to you? The weight of this to me is we're either going to get through this or the United States is going to forever be put into some prison of the mind. And when I saw that this was happening from a company that made it their mission statement that they would never do something like this, I realized that this was the crossroads of humanity. And the reason why I wanted to let people know what was really going on is because I wanted to give them one final chance to see what was happening so that they could take the train that was moving off the cliff and you know, steer it in a different direction. And we still have time. People are disgusted by the level of censorship that's happening. And the more that we talk about the censorship, the more that we can realize that we need to diversify away from Google and start using these other new services. Like exactly what you guys have done with Band is exactly the right idea. It's content creators that are going out on their own and creating alternative social networks that are going to deliver the information and the news directly to their audience, bypassing the MSM, which is the reason why I'm so happy that Alex Jones and his amazing crew have been able to put together such an amazing website like Band. Um, It's really incredible what you guys have done. And it served as an inspiration to a project that uh, I'll be releasing here in about a month that is going to fight the censorship problem because I really don't think, Owen, that we can fight it in the courts. This is something that's going to have to be driven by innovation and technology. And they haven't banned the use of creating websites uh, or other social media sites. So I say we should use that power in order to express our freedom of speech online. No, that's it exactly. And, and, it, and it really is so key. And let me just tell you, you know, it's not an easy thing to compete with the Goliath of Google and YouTube and all that stuff. I mean, we're scraping and clawing and we've got a great platform, but it, it, it makes it tough. I mean, it's nearly impossible for the little guy, especially when Google can either censor you or make sure you never make it there or they'll just, you know, buy you out and make sure that they can run their monopoly that way. But you wanted to get into how they boost mainstream news in the last segment. Do you want to pick that up where you left that off? Yeah, I mean, speaking of Alex Jones, right? Like, let's see what Google thinks about Alex Jones, right? They're saying that his channel has negative information content right here, right? And who's at the very top? Oh, it's the Wall Street Journal, ABC News, PBS NewsHour, Associated Press, CNN, MSNBC. Come on. And pull that back up. It was ABC News, because let me just put it into perspective with one thing. So they rank ABC News as one of the highest up there. Folks, ABC News censored the Jeffrey Epstein industrial level sex trafficking operation, okay? ABC News 
censored industrial level sex trafficking and much worse with the Epstein situation, allegedly to protect Hillary Clinton. And Amy Rohrbach came out and said it on a hot mic that she didn't know was live. So that gets promoted by Google. I mean, that that should horrify everybody. And that's the level of bias that is being displayed by Google, which is the reason why. And hey, look, if a big company like Google wants to be biased, hey, that's their freedom of speech and more power to them. But the fact that they lied, they lied to Congress, they lied to their stockholders, they lied to you, the American public. That's something, Owen, that we ought to know that's going on. And why? I mean, see, that's the thing, too. I mean, you could give maybe somebody a reprieve for lying once or twice. This is just perpetual lying. How many times did they have to send somebody up there to Congress that lied? How many times did they say, oh, no, 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 we're not doing any operations in China? And then Operation Dragonfly came out. I mean, really, this is Chinese level censorship and control of the Internet. Yep. And look where we are now. Okay. We have Susan, the CEO of Google, I'm sorry, of YouTube, going on to CNN. And she's saying that YouTube is going to ban videos that mention vitamin C and vitamin D as possible ways to lessen the disease of COVID-19 if you get it. So I want to play this for you right now. That is medically unsubstantiated. So people saying like, take vitamin C, um, you know, um, take turmeric, like those are all will cure you. Um, Those are the examples of things that would be a violation of our policy. Um, anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. And so remove is another really important part of our policy. So you're not just putting. Oh, there's the a potato on TV. Lie. You're taking the lie down. That's a pretty aggressive approach. Well, uh, I mean, we do we do remove, um, you know, across um, YouTube in non pandemic times um, information that is a violation of our policy. And we've had community guidelines since the very beginning of YouTube. And we've always um, anything that is a violation of our policy. We do remove it. Anything that Susan, is medically I want to say if you're listening to this blood is on your hand. You suppress information about vitamin C and vitamin D like you suppressed information about ivermectin. That has been internationally recognized to lessen the severity of multiple diseases. And what she's doing right now is that she is committing homicide by negligence by suppressing this content. And I am so happy, Owen, that I'm not part of this cabal of people that are deciding what is going to be part of our culture and which is going to be suppressed. These people are just completely evil. From people that escaped communism to come here to the United States and then turn around and install it via a Trojan horse is absolutely incomprehensible. Shame on them for what they've done to the United States and bless everyone out there that is working to fix the censorship problem. I know that we can fix it. I know that together we can have open data and open video and we're gonna be able to solve this thing um, in a very, you know, we're going to take YouTube and we're going to make them go the way of MySpace. That's what I really believe. Because you know what, Owen? At the end of the day, content creators don't want to be censored. They can't be censored. And, and people that use the internet don't. Content. And people that use the internet don't want a censored internet either. But think about what she just admitted when she talks about the World Health Organization. I mean, she just admitted that Bill Gates in China controls YouTube because they control the World Health Organization. I mean, wow. Uh, Zach, I got another guest coming up, but this has been an incredibly powerful interview with you. I'd like to have you back on when you launch your new product.
Uh, tell people where they can follow you and keep up to date with, with what you're doing. If you want to see uh, more of this, check out my book, Google Leaks, available at Amazon right now. Um, it's, it's a bestseller. Uh, what can I say? Uh, we've had the best uh, organic PR campaign ever, and uh, people love the book. They're sitting and reading through it in one sitting, so I'm very happy about that. Um, it's been quite, quite an experience. Uh, You're telling together. me. I can't even imagine. You've seen behind the mask. Zach Voorhees, thank you. So when I first started taking Survival Steel, basically I was 275 pounds. I was overweight. Uh, I had brain fog like you wouldn't believe. I was barely holding on to a job. Uh, and I heard Dr. Group on your show and I listened to it. So the first one I got was the original Survival Shield, the X1. And it worked pretty good. And then shortly thereafter, you came out with X2. You had, you know, with a deeper source, you know, and I got really excited about that. So I took it. And man, in two weeks, I went from brain fog to like literally like my brain was enlightened. You know, I could think again. And I could connect with people again. And over the course of the next couple of years, I got my health back. And I religiously take basically all of your supplements. They're, they're all absolutely amazing supplements. The one I like recently is Knockout. It'll literally, like, if you want to sleep, just take it. It's amazing. It works. But anyway, so the point is we have to get ourselves clean. We have to break free of the globalist system. And the only way to do that is to take our own health into our own hands. Beautifully said, brother. I thank you so much for your call and Godspeed. Humanity. The War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. Warning. This broadcast is not for the weak-minded. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. I'm Susan Wojcicki. I run YouTube. And I want China to control what you see and what you think and what you can do on the Internet. Ah. And don't worry if I'm called in front of Congress and I lie, nothing will happen to me because I'm Susan Wojcicki of YouTube. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Look deep into my eyes. Yes. We will censor your soul. Your mind is mine. <laughs> Susan Wojcicki from YouTube. <laughs> wow, that was weird. That was very odd. Okay, Susan, thank you very much. All right, we're back here on the InfoWars War Room. All right, let's change lanes here. Tara Shapansky was in Portland over the weekend, and and again... Obviously, I was a little distracted over the weekend, and so um, I saw all the stuff coming out of Portland, but then uh, Monday was a bit of a day for me, and so I kind of got distracted from that, and I, I wasn't on air Monday, but I was going through all the footage from Portland, and I, I'm just stunned. I mean, seriously, how this is not a national story is beyond me. Portland is a completely lawless third world country, folks. Right in our country, right in our backyard, Portland is just lawless, and I'm watching these 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 criminals run around the streets, harassing people, destroying property, burning property. And and where is law enforcement? So, Tara, uh, just try to explain the state of Portland and everything you witnessed this weekend. Yeah, there's Taylor Hansen just getting bear-maced right in the face for daring to be a journalist. I mean, serious lawlessness just everywhere. 
Hi, Owen. Thanks for having me on. I was, this experience of being in Portland this weekend, this was my third trip this year, was completely eye-opening because the way that the media was initially portraying how the weekend was going to be going on is completely different from what I witnessed, from what I streamed, and the coverage that I put forward on my channel, The Polish American Brotherhood. So I was with Taylor Hansen that evening, and when we got initially sprayed, when when he and I were filming the inner workings of the autonomous zone that they declared on the Salmon Springs area. And then um, when we we had gotten messages to, to get out that they were marching, the Antifa was marching back. And that's when they the the few that were there became emboldened and then a couple more crowded on. They sprayed Taylor, they sprayed me, and then they chased us all the way back to the hotel, continuing to throw projectiles, hit me in the back of my neck with a bottle. They were using slingshots to send, um, to hurl rocks. And then somebody came and further bear maced us with, I, I believe it was a, a home mix because you notice I'm wearing glasses right now, which is, I seldomly even wear my glasses on air. Uh, that's because this morning when I was still trying to put on my contacts, the burn sensation is still continuing. So they're, they're, they're really upping their their in a sense their game at these attacks that they're making on journalists and on people because what i witnessed also during the day when we the patriots had moved the rally to be 10 miles outside of the downtown waterfront where it was initially planned so the the goal was to have a peaceful rally but of course the um, everyone was prepared to defend themselves if Antifa were to come to attack as they had been threatening to do for the past several weeks, which they did. So they then came 10 miles away and attacked at the at the rally. And what I witnessed even at with the attacks, they're using explosives uh, and and I noticed that um, and heard from others that they had attached like batteries to the to the fireworks. So when that would explode, it would further create more damage because then you have batteries. That it's would like a, that's like, like a charcoal. low grade chemical weapon. Yes, absolutely. And then the battery acid that comes forth. So there. So what I witnessed during the day, I mean, you can see that this was a premeditated strong attack on on the at the Patriot rally. And then so when Taylor and I had infiltrated into the autonomous zone at, in the evening, we filmed the type of weapons that they had at the barricade. They had um, they had set um, stones and projectiles and bricks. They had spears that were lining up there um, and they had filled eggs with with paint. Um, so they're getting m- further emboldened to be t- making these attacks on on civilians, for people who are, are exercising their First Amendment right for a peaceful assembly. And there was nothing peaceful about this weekend. And don't believe what the media is telling you. It was Antifa that came and attacked the Patriots. Well, and every other journalist I've talked to that was out there has said the exact same thing. And I mean, think about it. You even move the event. I guess it's understood that the, the criminals and thugs run downtown Portland. You know, the mental defectives just run around doing whatever they want. So you figured, okay, fine, let's just move it out of town. We actually want to have a peaceful rally. Let's not deal with Antifa. And then they come out and attack you there too. Where is law enforcement? Mm -hmm. In all of your footage, all the footage I've seen, I've not seen a single police officer. Do they not exist? In Portland, they pretty much don't exist. Um, Mail Wheeler had made an announcement at the press conference the Friday before that he had instructed law enforcement to to stand back, not even stand by, and to not intervene in the violence if um, if violence and were to ensue that weekend. So the police were told to stand down. Adi- additionally, like the police force is so weighed down there that they 
don't have any more police basically left. The morale is is horrible amongst the police force. And the things when you have a situation where you're you have catch and release, which is their it, which is their policy there. Why would a police officer even want to to be a police officer in Portland? But they're risking their lives intervening for then a for a violent criminal to be immediately released, no punishment to be done to Antifa and and, and these violent terrorists. And so. In a sense, like as a police officer, why would you even why would you even step up? You're being told to back down. Nobody is supporting you. So, no, there is no police presence there. And and as patriots, we have to always defend and stand up for our First Amendment rights, for peaceful assembly and protect ourselves. We have the right to defend ourselves. So when they came over onto the rally, moved 10 miles out and attacked, patriots defended themselves. I mean, let me just put it this way. I've seen people get arrested for much less. This is total lawlessness. In Portland, honestly, I I was stunned. I've been to Portland. I've seen some of it. I've been to events where things got out of control with Antifa. It it seems like this is next level. And you've been coast to coast covering this. I've talked to other journalists that are the same. Uh, Like you said, it's beyond just stepping their game up. I mean, I I don't want to say they've conquered the city, but it's just, it's, I feel like this has reached a new level. It's just lawlessness now, just total lawlessness. Absolutely, Owen. So what happens to Portland? I mean, I, who would want to go? Who would want to go back? Why would you ever have an event there? It's such a shame because you could see that Portland and and Seattle they were such beautiful cities before the Democrats really came in and 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 started running it and. Uh, lawlessness set forth. It looks like a third world country. As you can see from the footage that was around the autonomous zone, it's completely tagged all the way there. This gives in, it, it, and this is like right next to, uh, right next to very beautiful shops and restaurants and, and, like, I don't even know why anybody would visit there. Portland used to be a foodie city and you could tell it was beautiful underneath. They're absolutely allowing, allowing chaos to ensue and for the city to be destroyed. I don't know. I don't know if we even need Portland anymore as part of the USA because they've, they've conquered the city and they and my fear though is that this is going to spread further to our other democratic cities and to the, the rest of the USA. If we don't stand up and if we don't take Portland back, we can't allow this to happen. Yeah, Portland has basically been taken over by criminals, thugs, crackheads, math, meth addicts, mental defectives. I, I was just stunned seeing all the footage coming out. And you know what's even maybe more stunning? Not a single mainstream media covered this. Not a single. I didn't see it on TV. I didn't hear about it on the radio. Nothing. We're just we just accept that. Okay, Portland is gone. It's a criminal town run by. It's just lawless. I I'm just stunned by it. Uh, Tara, I can only have you for one segment today. I thank you for joining us. Uh, any final comments on this? Thank you, Owen, for having me on. Uh, I just encourage America to really wake up and look for for the independent streams that are coming out there. You're not going to see this on the mainstream media. We need to know what's going on at the ground. You can find my channels, the Polish American Brotherhood, and I'll continue to be doing the frontline reporting. I know my role in this war that's going on, and that's going to be to help wake people up and show them what's really go- going on in America. Thank you, Owen. Well, you're doing a great job, coast to coast. Tara, thank you for joining us today. And, and I, I will tell you, another journalist I was talking to, Savannah Hernandez, was out there. She said all the same stuff. She's a woman. She gets bear-maced by these people. Of course, she's banned on the internet, so she's not allowed to show her footage. Uh, but that's what's going on. Wow. Folks, seriously, like, if this doesn't shock you that you have a major U.S. city, it's a beautiful town. I've been there. The, the, I mean, the Northwest landscape is beautiful. The riverfront and just total lawlessness, Total chaos, total destruction. It's like some sci-fi movie or something. 
Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right through the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is Vitamin Mineral Fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body, into your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their guts. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen, and just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system, and it funds the info war. A true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time, 33% off InfoWarsStore.com. It is through our five senses that we are kept fascinated and hypnotized by the lies we are told. And the only way to see through this illusion is with our higher senses, which is why fluoridated water is a big problem. Consuming too much fluoride forms phosphate crystals around the pineal gland and shuts down its natural functions. Natural functions which have been known for millennia. The Hindu chakras align with the endocrine system. The chakra aligned with the pineal gland is the third eye. Also described as the seat of the soul, the pineal gland is what connects us to higher levels of consciousness and otherwise unseen dimensions of reality. Fluoride-free water is essential to keeping our pineal gland healthy. Our water filtration systems with the proper filters will keep your drinking water fluoride-free and the ProPure showerhead will seal the deal. Get them both today for yourself or a friend at InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. That's just me and my buddies hanging out. It's me combing my beard. All right. Final segment here of the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Again, ladies and gentlemen, the specials that we have right now, vitamin mineral fusion back in stock, 33% off. I'm going to be restocking up on that. Pollen Block, fast-acting seasonal distress support formula, 40% off. Living Defense Plus, a powerful digestive support formula, 40% off. Ultimate Krill Oil, a powerhouse source of EPA and DHA, 40% off. Vaso Beat Complete, blood flow, blood flow, blood flow. Vaso Beat Complete, 50% off. And, and, and uh, let me just say this. Uh, I had a couple of friends in town that stayed with me over the weekend, as you know. I have the Pro Pure shower heads in my place, in my uh, bathroom and my guest bathroom. And uh, they, they frequently listen to the show. So they took a shower and they got out later and they were talking to me and they said, so you really weren't messing around about that shower head, were you? I was like, no, I don't mess around about anything. They said, that's really, that is honestly the best shower head I've ever had in my life. And like I said, one of the reasons I like it, I like the detachable hose. 
if you go out to the lake or you go out to the beach or, you know, you go golfing or something and you got all the grass and the sand and, and, the, and the dirt all on your legs, you just detach the hose, spray it down so much easier to clean, less work, less hassle. The water pressure is the best. It's, it's filtered water too. It's filtered. So that's, that's a positive. And, and both, both of my friends that stayed with me that used the, the shower head, they both said they're going to be purchasing one as soon as they get home. And, and they have. So seriously, you use this once, you'll know it's not all hype. It's the best shower head in the game. And you can go out and you can spend 120, 150 bucks on a shower head that might be good. It won't be filtered and it won't be as good as the ProPure Chrome Plus shower filter with ProMax at InfoWarsStore.com. That's, that's, that's the one I love. That's the best one. We have other options, but that's number one. Guys, click the reviews. Let's, let's see what the last review there was. If you go down to the review section, people just love this shower head. They're actually stunned. They're actually stunned when they get it to find out it's really that great. Here you go, right here. This is the very best shower head that I have used. Owen was right. This is the best shower head that I have used. My skin does not feel oily when I get out of the shower with this. My skin feels clean on every shower that I take. There's a five-star review. Again, there's another one. Never been happier with a shower head. I mean, you don't think about it like, oh, it's a shower head. You know, what's, what's the big deal? It's not every shower head's the same. Wrong. Wrong-o. Every shower head is not the same. This is the best shower head. In fact, think about it. You're showering. You should be showering every day. It's, it's household object. Everybody has a shower head. Why not get the best shower head in the game at InfoWarsStore.com? I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it. You'll be putting the next five-star review on InfoWarsStore.com for your Pro Pure Chrome Plus shower filter with Promax. Okay, boy, oh boy. All right, let's do this. Guys, let's play clip eight. Ian Smith, hero American patriot gym owner in New Jersey, has been fighting the medical tyranny, refused to shut down. By the way, zero COVID cases at his gym. He's never been sick, works out every day, shakes thousands of hands, never been sick. Never, nobody at his gym has ever been sick. But, you know, Governor Murphy, the tyrant, wants him to lock down for COVID. Uh, but now they're coming after him again in this fight. And so here's a quick update from Ian Smith. All right, legal update, guys, from the Attilus gym. Uh, we are 16, going on 17 months, I believe, into this nonsense with Governor Murphy and the state of New Jersey. Um, as you guys know, we were fined uh, quite a bit of money, $15,497.76 per day for every day that we were open. Uh, the state already took a bunch of money uh, from us to the tune of $173,000 from our bank account. Uh, they drained the business dry. Judge Robert Lugie then decided that the state could pierce through the LLC and hold Frank and I personally responsible for the hundreds of thousands of dollars of fines. Uh, looking like that day is now coming. We received an information subpoena for our financial records. We have no choice but to fill this out. We can be incarcerated if we don't. Um, so we'll fill it out. We will keep fighting. We have an appeals process going on, and we're going to open our gym no matter what Governor Murphy or anybody says. Uh, but it is likely that we will have some commie hands reaching into our pockets very soon. More. That's pathetic. That is not freedom. That is not America. But good for Ian Smith. Good for him. Right on, brother. Right on. Standing tall. You got to love it. You got to love it. All right. Uh, here, let's have a laugh now. Okay. I just. 
let's just go ahead, folks. Uh, you know, the left, uh, these these liberals, uh, they'll find anything to complain about, uh, but uh, they'll never see the fault of their own. Uh, well, uh, let's just say that the towel companies are going to have some explaining to do. Okay. Let's have a moment of honesty because this is a safe corner and I want to talk about something that never fails to get me, like really get me and not like get me in a good way. <laughs> and the thing I'm talking about are freaking towels. So I've been on a journey to like redo my spaces that I live in and that includes my bathroom. Who knew that finding a towel that was plus size friendly in a mainstream store would be like shopping for a needle in a haystack. So I've tried on towels, like literally tried towels on in stores and have yet to find one that fits my body. Example A, here I am in the wild trying on towels that are called oversized bath towels. And surprise, surprise, it didn't fit me. Are we shocked? I mean, with the way the fashion sizing is, I'm not. But it always gets to me because I'm human. And did I cry in Target? Yeah. But here's the thing. My embarrassment is now replaced by frustration and rage. Is it too much to ask for towels to fit plus size bodies? Maybe a treadmill. Maybe a diet. I mean, but but seriously, like, just complain about anything, huh? <laughs> big towel is against fat people. Down with big towel. Big towel discriminates against plus-sized bodies. <laughs> Have you <laughs> tried sitting in an airplane recently? Oh, boy, oh, boy. Seems like a nice gal. Uh, okay. How about this? Square Eat. Oh. Now, I actually give this company credit. It is an innovative idea and probably what the future would like for us. I will never. I, I, no. For me? No, no, no. But, you know, Klaus Schwab probably would like you to have this. Bill Gates probably wants you to have this. Uh, this is not what my grandfathers fought in uh, the military to preserve my freedoms to eat what I want. But uh, this is probably what Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab want you to eat. Square eat. Um, I don't even know if I, I don't want to, guys, just roll the video, but you can see here a gourmet, innovative 50 gram square that provides all the nutrients without any additives, tasty, healthy, affordable, and ready to eat. And they just say, oh, look, it's like chicken. Oh, look, it's like broccoli, but it's in a square. It's in a little cube. So um, that's going to be a no from me. But hey, I'm a free market capitalist. So if you can pull it off, then uh, more power to you. Square. You want to eat a little square? <laughs> it's like rubber. All right. Um, this is embarrassing. Kamala Harris. NBC News reports Kamala Harris lays flowers at Senator John McCain's memorial site where his Navy aircraft was shot down in Hanoi, Vietnam on the three-year anniversary of his death. Three years ago. That's, boy, time flies. Uh, here's the problem. It's not a John Cain memorial site. No. It's a Vietnam War memorial site where they celebrate the capture of John McCain. So she's obviously doing a political stunt. I, I maybe like a olive branch to the Republicans or the establishment or something. But folks, uh, in no way, shape, or form is this site uh, positive for John McCain. 
It's where they're celebrating taking American prisoners of war. So uh, kind of an interesting angle for NBC to take there. And you wonder what Kamala Harris was thinking. Louisiana State University to forgive $7 million in student debts. Say, how could they do that? Well, they took their COVID stimulus money and paid off the fees and balances. So there you go. We told you that stimulus money would go towards leftist causes. Also, the best attorney general in America, Ken Paxton, wins again. Trump's remain in new Trump's remain in Mexico policy. He wins at the Supreme Court level. So now we just need someone to actually secure the border. Uh, but the remain in Mexico policy wins for Ken Paxton. All right, that does it for the War Room. Christy Lee hosting tomorrow. I may see you though. You stay classy, Info Warriors. Not all vitamin and mineral supplements are equal. Many of them are synthetic. Many of them have fillers and additives. Many of them just pass right through the body and are not absorbed. Well, that's not the case with our incredibly popular, because it's so effective, product that has now been sold out for months, but is finally back in stock. And that is Vitamin Mineral Fusion. All the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals, a bunch of key amino acids to help it upload better into your body, into your cells. It's in powder form. It's great for children. It's great for adults. It's really important for folks that are older because they don't absorb as well through their guts. So this, this liquid formula really, really does it. You mix up a picture of it every couple days, put it in the refrigerator, or keep it out uh, in the kitchen. And just remember to drink it in the morning and in the evening. It tastes great. It makes your body healthy. It boosts your immune system. And it funds the Info War, a true 360 win. So Vitamin Mineral Fusion, sold out for months, is back in stock for a limited time, 33% off InfoWarsTore.com.